0: Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial in toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Start things out here tonight Apparently, leaving the country doesn't keep you safe from the government bureaucrats and their enforcers. Wayne, uh, you've got a story for us. Yes, apparently not. Uh, the The FDA allegedly has kidnapped and
1: deported an herbalist from Ecuador named Greg Catan. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration today stands accused of taking part in the kidnapping and illegal extradition of a permanent resident of Ecuador in violation of both international law and Ecuadorian law. Greg Catan, owner and operator of Alpha Omega Labs, an herbal products company that sells anti-cancer herbal remedies made with Ecuadorian medicinal herbs, was arrested at gunpoint at a road checkpoint in Ecuador, then transported to an Ecuadorian holding facility.
0: That's how they do it, by the way. The FDA, when they go in and they they arrest somebody for violating their set of uh, regulations, they bring the SWAT team, they bring... Uh, it's a police raid over medicine. Yes. They also uh, sometimes
1: they will pay off government officials in other countries to be able to do this, too.
0: As as though the guy that's selling herbal cancer remedies is going to be armed up to the teeth and is going to be, uh, you know, blast in the feds. I mean, how often does that happen?
2: Well, that's what the, <laughs> that's what that's how you uh, expand your reign of terror. That's, uh, you know, obviously people aren't going to want to break your rules if you. Bust in with a SWAT team, destroy, you know, a bunch of their property, hurt, you know, shoot their animals or whatever, hurt mm-hmm. them. You know, people,
1: it's scary. Mm. Well, they took him at a gun at a gunpoint at a road checkpoint in Ecuador. Then they transported him to an Ecuadorian holding Ecuadorian holding facility to await a hearing, which was supposed to be on December fourteenth, two thousand nine. Catan was expected to be set free by the Ecuadorian judge. And at that hearing, based on the facts of the case, which indicated Catan's permanent residency in Ecuador was legal and valid. Three days before the hearing could take place, Catan was taken from his holding facility and with the help of U.S. State Department employees, involuntarily placed on an American Airlines plane headed for Miami. An Ecuadorian judge rushed to the airport in Guayaquil and demanded that Catan be released from the plane, stating that the attempted deportation was illegal. But kidnapping. Ameri- yes. But American Airlines... Not when we do it. <laughs> That's right. But American Airlines employees reportedly refused to allow Catan to leave the plane, hmm. stating that the plane was U.S. territory and that Ecuadorian law did not apply there. Even though the plane was still on the tarmac at, in Guayaquil Airport and under the direction well, of his I'd like Traffic to point control. out that I. Can I, I say am, my, my yeah. shoes
2: are US, uh, U.S. territory when I go to some other country? Well, hey,
1: look, I'm traveling in them.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I myself am Ian territory, so <laughs> right. uh, no laws will apply to me. There you go.
1: It's pretty unbelievable. Well, the plane then departed Guayaquil Airport and continued its flight to Miami, where Greg Catan was held in a federal detention facility to await trial in the U.S. His crimes? Selling herbal medicine and daring to tell the truth about those medicines on
0: his website. Well, what he believes to be the truth. I mean, he, he is selling something that is purporting to, uh, to to help people with cancer.
2: I don't care and if it helps you see Santa Claus and his nine reindeer. I it doesn't matter to me what it is that he's claiming on his website. He should be free to make those claims.
0: Well, the thing is, these guys can't make those claims. The herbalists and the people that are not inside the uh, the establishment medical system are by law, it's my understanding, they're by law prevented uh, from making any claims about health benefits of their particular products. The, now, there are some exceptions to that, right? I mean, isn't there? aren't there some hoops they can jump through as far as uh, begging the government to allow them, once they show enough studies and pay enough money to the feds, to allow them to make a claim? Is, the, is yes. that the case? Well, they can make structure function claims.
1: They can't say they cure anything, but they can say, they can make claims like, well, this, this herb increases the killer t-cell count in your, in your body but that's about all they can say they can't say it cures anything the only thing that can be that can cure anything by law is a drug
0: so if they say it increases the t-cell count then it's your responsibility to know what that means right yes. you have to sort of translate that is that you know, the idea i
2: was uh I, I, my wife
0: uh, has a tendency to be kind of had her ear
2: to the ground in this natural medicine stuff, and uh, it was interesting. She was listening to one of her her videos from uh, Mercola.com, and apparently uh, the baking soda, Arm Hammer baking soda, used to have a used to be part of a cold. They had a cold remedy, uh, sort of uh, regimen uh, on on their box on the box or, on their box or as part of their packaging or whatever at one point, and you would take uh, you know like a half a teaspoon or something like that of baking soda like six times a day yeah. and it doesn't sound like a lot of fun but uh, you know I've, I've heard claims I don't know any of the science behind this and I don't think that it's gonna I don't think it's gonna be of any harm to you at all to take baking soda so you right. know, what's what's the harm um but you know the uh, if you took this several times a day then uh, it was supposed to help you over you know a days period I've heard that uh, shorten uh,
0: the cold is that the idea
2: uh, yeah to, to yeah. shorten it and and uh, you know mess up the intensity apparently to to lower the intensity hmm. of it Right, and so, they, suppo- were, yeah, they were they were told say, to
0: take it off the box. Is that the idea? Yeah, yeah, the
2: FDA came
1: along; you couldn't make those uh, right. those claims any longer. Right, and supposedly baking soda is is very alkaline, which can help it's alkalize acidic. the body and uh, and see colds and flus tend to thrive in a more acidic environment in the body. So, if you eat a lot of acidic mm. foods and you're you're around an acidic environment, you can be more susceptible. Some say interesting. I did not know that about colds. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, but
2: I don't know that you've known that you found any information out today. What yeah. you found out is a history of Arm and Hammer baking soda. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to make any claims about Arm Hammer baking. Oh no, What I was words. saying
0: was that I didn't know about the colds being alkaline. Oh no, wait, you said they're they're acidic. No.
1: Are, well, any time the body gets your more body. acidic, they say uh, that your body is more susceptible to infections than when it's more alkaline. Vegetables hmm. are more alkaline, for example. Baking soda is alkaline. Uh, but when the body gets more acidic, and if you eat a lot of meat, for example, uh, a lot of white sugar, things like that tend to make the body more acidic. And mm. then uh, bad things tend to want to grow in your body more readily. These are things that I've heard. However,
2: you know, I don't know, but it's interesting. And what's the harm in taking some baking soda, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's what naturopathic doctors claim anyway. But getting back to Mr. Catan, this isn't the first time he's had trouble with the FDA, the, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has for many years pursued Catan, accusing him of selling unapproved drugs, herbal medicines that have never been and never will be approved by the FDA to treat anything.
0: Right, because this guy probably couldn't possibly afford to uh, put it through that particular process.
1: That's right. And he was convicted of these crimes in 2003 and served 33 months in federal prison. you got to be kidding me. Wow. After serving his term, Catan was on probation for another three years. As Greg Catan's wife explained in an exclusive interview uh, yesterday, I believe it was, on naturalnews.com, 18 months into that probation, uh, Catan received word that a rogue FDA agent named John Armand was intimidating his ex-employees in an attempt to convince them to testify against Catan in order to have him convicted of further charges that would lead to more prison time. After submitting a request uh, to his preceding judge to ask that the remainder of his probation be excused, Catan moved to Ecuador and acquired permanent residency there in part to escape persecution by what he saw as a rogue FDA agent violating the law in an effort to see Catan uh, prosecuted yet again. Can't say I blame him. So in Ecuador, though, selling anti-cancer herbs is no crime. Uh, In in fact, selling herbs and accurately describing their medicinal uh, properties is not a crime, it's common sense. Every pharmacy, health food store, shaman, and medicine man openly talks about the anti-cancer properties of various herbs. No one goes to prison for selling medicinal herbs in Ecuador. The very idea sounds silly. Why would any nation want to lock up its healers?
0: How many countries do do that? I mean, how many uh, of the Western world countries are... They have regulations as restrictive as the FDA.
1: Well, Europe and Canada are also very restrictive as well. Mm-hmm. But the third world countries tend to be less so. And uh, there are some, and Japan tends to be less so. Asia tends to be less so as well because they've had a long tradition of herbal medicine.
0: I mean basically the fDA system exists to promote the medical establishment at the cost of these other guys who should be able to compete on an even uh, marketplace, mm-hmm. but they're not because the fDA lifts the other uh, the other establishment industries up on a pedestal and essentially kicks down anybody else that uh, that wants to market their product and compete with the establishment uh, with the establishment medical uh, businesses and they they literally they literally will hurt those people. They they went and stole this man's freedom from him and took him back to the United States. It's a, outrageous. A valuable member of society, I might add. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live.
3: It's time. Wake up. This is Just In Case You Care, and yeah, I'm talking to you. That's my booklet of truth for the people of America and the wake-up call for action to save our freedom. Get a copy for you and your friends at yeahimtalkingtoyou.com and get involved with saving our country. That's yaimtalkingtoyou.com if you want to be part of the solution. Otherwise, just go back to sleep. You'll adjust to enslavement.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything by dialing the toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features. They're all free, including our Facebook profile. You can go and become a fan at facebook.freetalklive.com. That's facebook.freetalklive.com. Critical thinking exercise. Now, explain the difference between government and organized crime.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Can't really do that. One works during the day and one works at night.
4: Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Be sure to include in your comparison the disadvantages that organized crime syndicates might encounter by not having access to a 12-year propaganda system designed to convince children that their activities are somehow not organized crime. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of public education, and socially acceptable forms of organized crime. Visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. That's schoolsucksproject.com. You go.
1: Man. You go get them.
0: All right. Oh, well, that's not my show. That's uh, I think it's Brent, right? That uh, that runs that show.
1: You go yes. get him, Brent.
0: Yes. And, and from what I understand, he's doing a fine job of it. All right. Let's go to your phone calls about whatever you want. Then coming up. A mother has been denied uh, the ability to decide for herself or decide for her daughter uh, what sort of medical treatment she receives. We'll get to that story in moments. First, it's Andy in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Andy.
5: Hello, this is, this is Andy out in California, and I was the one that has dyslexia, and just by the nature of our disability, it makes us the enemy of the state and county and local governments because the use of our auxiliary aid of a tape recorder.
0: Right, because you want to bring a tape recorder into whatever governmental yeah, uh, facilities, yeah. and they don't like that very much out there. They
5: don't like that, and you kind of poo-poo the, the uh, cap system on me. But when I carry a tape recorder, I can show and prove that it's true. And uh, one suggestion I can tell you guys is just to go down to the Department of Treasury and, and copyright that uh, uh, fiction, uh, you know, the cap version of your name. And then use a tape recorder with somebody with you that has dyslexia to go into the courtroom. In regards to a, a arrest, they have stopped arresting us as a group of people. They leave us alone. And now what we need to do now is to organize to where we can get the whole society where they're left alone by these agents from a private corporation. Okay,
0: why are they okay? You say that the government people are not arresting you. Why?
5: Uh, well, because I carry a tape recorder, and if you're a criminal, you don't want to be involved with someone that has a tape recorder. How many people have you seen? Well,
0: I've I've had people uh, get arrested, and they have had video cameras surrounding them. So, oh, I
5: know, but they weren't disabled. Oh, yeah, I I'm see. disabled. I have access with it. I have more rights than you, in theory.
0: Gotcha. Well, And that's not uh,
5: true, of course. now we we talked about the Judicial Transparency Act going, why should I have more rights than you, changing a court of fiction into fact and putting habeas corpus discovery and uh, due process back on the hands of the people. And I just want to let you guys know that there is a few people out here willing to do that. And if anybody wants to contact me, I don't know if you want to take the phone number off the air.
0: Uh, what is it that you're willing to do exactly?
5: Uh, well, we as a group of people are willing to take a uh, step forward and, and make the... Uh, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution a part of everybody's life just as a group of people that have dyslexia. I, I, I don't understand
0: people. what that means. I mean, you, well, you I as you a group of dyslexics – hang on, let me see if i – I'm just trying to understand you here. You're, you're saying that as a group of dyslexics, you can people, help put the Constitution into people's lives?
5: Make it again. I told you the cap system is true, and the reason it's true is because they have a problem with the tape recorder.
0: When you say the cap system is true, you mean the conspiracy theory that – No, it's
5: not a conspiracy. When you offer a tape recorder to the judge, the DA, and the stenographer and ask the question, equality under law is paramount, you are acting under the law, and they won't say yes.
0: I don't know what that has to do with the conspiracy theory that there are some sort of uh, corporations created in all capital letters and that somehow you can uh, separate yourself from it so that the, uh, the state agents will no longer act their, enact their violence upon you. I'm not, you're not making well, the that connection you got
5: dyslexia. clear. Huh? If you got dyslexia, they will. I'm just looking to help everybody they will else. Hmm?
0: If you have dyslexia, they will what?
5: we will leave you alone. If you get pulled over and you offer an, uh, an officer a tape recorder and an auxiliary aid because his might not be functioning, it puts him back on his heels.
0: And you think that's going to stop the uh, police from messing with you?
5: Uh, well, if you put a big sign on the back of your truck that says tape recorder on board and uh, dyslexic, yeah. You know, but I, the, we so, do
0: you think that somebody with a uh, an audio recording device who is not dyslexic would have less uh, success oh, at
5: this? You'll get thumped and beaten to the ground.
0: Okay, so basically what you're saying is, as long as you're as long as you're dyslexic, you can be free in America. But if you're not dyslexic, then you're well, you know you're SOL. You
5: have a potential. The whole problem is not having a court record, as I've told you. And we use a court sonographer, which is a machine that's 140 years old. Uh, we just want to modernize a third branch of government. Uh, With a CD, or I'm all in
0: favor of the idea of bringing modern recording devices into the courtroom, and I'm all in favor of the idea of recording government bureaucrats whenever you encounter them to help keep them a little more honest than they might otherwise be, and or perhaps help keep them less violent uh, than they might otherwise be. Uh, but I don't know about this the idea that just because you're dyslexic, you'll have better luck with this. Maybe you will. Maybe you I don't will. Know. I don't know.
5: Well, uh, you know, it, the whole thing is you talk about you have to have the government fear the people. And what's wrong with the, uh, someone with a tape recorder? It's, it's Andy, the American you know. Disabilities Act, and I provide my own auxiliary aid. Okay. Whole deal, Mark has a question here,
2: for you. Yep. Gotcha, Andy. So, um, the, the this this caps uh, all capital letters conspiracy yeah. out there. Um, it it means that the government creates for you a straw man corporation when you're born. Um, some people say it's through your birth certificate. Some people say it's through your it's social on security a bank card. Note. Uh, okay, fine. It's through a bank. Um,
5: well, if you look at <laughs> the lower left-hand portion <laughs> right, of the uh, birth certificate, it says Northern right. West. Uh, Western have... Northern Bank Company on a on your birth certificate. Mm, no. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, no, yeah, uh, it does in this state. Okay. Um, and if you look at the driver's license, it says not for public benefit can, on the back. Can I finish or off? voter registration or employment. Like just so it must be a private agreement. Ask a question.
2: Now, and some of them um, you know, believe that the government sets up some kind of trust uh, fund account in your uh, name that you can then... And cash in. Right, once you go to court, no, you can then...
5: a rat's ass about that. They arrest you if you don't use this damn money in the first place. It's what? not money. It doesn't represent gold or silver. It's funny money.
2: Do you, do, can you go and buy a car with it?
5: Uh, you can uh, barter with it, and uh, that's basically what you're doing. Because the Federal Reserve has been uh, taken over by foreign banks, and the old reserve is gone.
2: It's real money. They have your labor to, uh, to you know that they use in exchange for it. So I mean, you know, it it has it has value backing. Um, well,
5: to me, it's just a piece of paper. And with people with dyslexia, if you, you can't uh, wipe your ass with it, I mean, it's no good to you. Yeah, you can send it to me.
2: Sure.
0: Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Strange. We go to Nick in South Dakota. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hello. Nick, you're on the air.
6: Hi, guys. How are you doing?
0: What's on your mind tonight, Nick?
6: Yes, I was just calling about central planning, and <clears throat> for anybody who thinks that government central planning is a good idea, um, I don't know if anybody else plays any of the, uh, like, multiplayer computer games where you got to organize resources and build armies or whatever, <clears throat> but I don't know about you, but I tend to get unbalanced sometimes. I'll get too much of this or too much of that. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's like a testament to that there's no one person or even a small group of people that could possibly organize society as a whole.
0: They do a pretty poor job, if you ask me. Well, clearly not. I mean, if they, uh, when they make mistakes, as they inevitably will, the biggest problem is that everybody's forced to cover them for it. Everyone is forced to pay for, uh, for their mistakes. And that's a huge issue. If you've got more, you're welcome to hang on and bring it back at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I like the online games where uh, if it moves, I get to shoot it. <laughs> I like the simple ones. More coming up. Free Talk Live.
7: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Morsels. There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House. Find yours at VeryBestBaking.com. A balanced diet is important, but so is the occasional treat. Working with your kids to bake a dessert from scratch helps them to appreciate it even more, and it keeps them from resenting having to eat their veggies every other day. Plus, baking is a perfect excuse to spend time with your kids, since just being together is a treat. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up anything by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Features including the chat room. Go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. uh, Any old time. Of course, the best time is during the show. At chat.freetalklive.com. That's chat.freetalklive.com.
2: Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided with the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we have with coercive governments. freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix.com and sign up for their free daily dispatch. It's freedomsphoenix.com. All
0: right. Toll-free numbers eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 800-259-9231. Coming up, uh, we'll tell you about the police attacking some octogenarians on the tennis court. Uh, Then, uh, of course, we'll also take your phone calls uh, as well about anything. So let's go back to Nick. I think he's still with us in South Dakota. Talking about central planning, Nick, did you have uh, more thoughts for us tonight?
6: Uh, Not on the central planning thing other than the little game analogy that I had. I can't hardly manage things properly. So I'll talk to anybody else. um, Right. How could somebody
0: manage an entire city? Let alone yeah I mean
6: that's just such a large task I mean right. this, the, each market each person in the market could easily see a need but I mean how can a larger government official see a, a smaller need as it, as it starts to become a larger one you, you know what I'm saying
0: right not only are they in charge of the entire city but they're completely almost completely unaccountable for what they end up doing about it so if it turns out that the way they design their traffic uh, the, the way they design their traffic lights and the roads, uh, it turns out that there's just uh, there's not enough capacity to handle the uh, the amount of cars that are on there. Then oh well, too bad. You just have to sit in traffic. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. There's no way they can be uh, held accountable for their mistakes. It's just oh whoopsie. Okay, well if they even realize they've made a mistake, then they get to just take more money from people to in an attempt to correct it. But it's not likely that that's going to happen anytime soon in, in most places. I mean most of these plans that they're they're working on are are a very long-term, kind of, I mean, around here in Keene, New Hampshire, they're working on the, the master plan. And they've been planning the master plan, I think, as long as I've been living here uh, for all three years or something like that. So it's there certainly is a lot of planning going on, not a whole lot of doing. When the doing actually gets done, it gets screwed up, and there's rare, rarely any sort of correcting of the screw-ups. And how could they correct? They can't adjust appropriately to market signals because they they, they just... They, they don't have the ability to do that as government bureaucrats. They don't have the interest or the incentive to do it.
6: And I also think that sometimes the signals aren't large enough for the city or state or federal government to even see sometimes where you or I just going through life might say, hey, there'd be need to fill this need, and you go ahead and just do it.
0: Yeah. So what else did you have on your mind?
6: Um, I, I've been meaning to talk to you guys about abortion for quite a while. Oh, good. I know. I, love, I know you guys love this subject. It's actually been a while since
0: anyone brought this up on the show. Go ahead.
6: <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm, I'm pro-life, and I, I, to me it's like the, the, the question isn't – the question really is where do you think that life begins? And one of the things that I know you guys have talked about is, is if if someone has hurt someone else, the person being offended needs to figure out how to bring suit or, or whatever. But like when you, in the case of a, a small child, or, I'm sorry, an infant, or whatever you want to call the fetus, parasite me to me i feel like as soon as you've merged the sperm and the egg together there's there's life so to me that's murder so and one thing i heard i've heard i think i've heard mark say in the past please forgive me if i'm wrong but he's like you know having abortion has clearly not solved the issue or i'm sorry outlawing abortion has not solved the issue but having a law against murder didn't solve that issue either you simply end up punishing the people however you see fit when they that I don't know. What do you got? I mean,
0: well, what do you think the punishment should be for someone who gets an abortion?
6: The same punishment for if you were to kill a homeless person that no one could possibly bring claim upon his value or lost income or whatever you want to bring claim to.
0: So no punishment then is what you're saying?
6: Well, I mean, what do you think? What, what should happen to uh, in a free, purely free market? What should happen to someone who kills a homeless person that you can't identify as a family member or there's nobody that really, you know who did it, you can clearly prove it, 50 people saw it, but how can you, what do you do to that person who kills a homeless person?
0: I think that's an excellent question and I'm not I am not certain how to uh to, to answer it. I would imagine that uh the insurance companies that would be out protecting people would, would still be interested in keeping a dangerous man off of the streets. I mean, presuming he might kill somebody else who's not homeless, uh or somebody who does have a family. I mean nobody wants even if you're homeless, it doesn't mean your, your life is valueless so I, I guess it would be up to the marketplace to decide what would be appropriate for that i uh, i don 't know how that would be dealt with because i 'm just somebody who doesn 't like the idea of putting somebody in a jail cell unless it 's absolutely necessary but if you 're dealing with a, a homicidal maniac who 's going around killing homeless people, then I think it makes sense to take them off the streets
2: yeah
6: this is yeah, one of the that 's p- where i 'm
0: sorry i 'm sorry this is one of the places
2: where uh, Ian and I sort of deviate. i mean, I do believe that uh, that the marketplace at some point in the future um, can and will take care of justice, but i you know at this point you know there 's no point in talking about what uh, life will be like two hundred years from now in a free market as far as justice goes. what i 'd like to see are people being uh, reimbursed by the people that hurt them for the crimes they commit. If there's no one to reimburse, that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be punishment. I'm not against a penitentiary for people that uh, c- commit crimes. I'm just against people who are victims being victimized a second time, having to pay for those people being locked up.
6: So- I'm entirely in favor of that, and I'm with you on that. I just, that's where I'm, I'm going to swing it back to the abortion issue. In the abortion issue, you may or may not have family members that would claim that baby's life or whatever you want to call it if, say, both parents wanted to get rid of that child. That's where I have this issue. I mean, where do you truly believe that life begins in this whole process?
2: Well, I think that uh, life has, uh, as you have pointed out, you didn't choose to uh, to say a rich, uh, eccentric millionaire who lives on his own and has very little uh, uh, contact with other people. You chose this homeless per- person. You chose the least valuable of a uh, an adult uh, person out there as you're an example. And I think that what you're pointing to is that, in fact, this zygote, uh, which is the scientific name for when the sperm and the egg meet, um, that a zygote, although a human life, is a less valuable human life than say, your bounce, baby. Yeah, you're bouncing baby boy when you had him. Um, that they become more valuable as time goes on. That first trimester is a very tenuous time, and many babies don't make it out of that that trimester. So you have, and that, and that would be to me nature speaking. But then, you know, sure. you have a parent that wants to
6: terminate that. I wonder where you. We can maybe maybe we'll continue. But where do you think that life begins? If you had your choice to be able to draw that line in the. Face?
2: If I had my choice I believe that uh, I believe that a, a human life is created at conception and I believe that a, a person who is responsible uh, you know follows through on their actions that uh, the the act of procreation that, that sex is uh, you know, sex creates babies sometimes, and that a person who's responsible about that is going to have the baby that they created. Yeah, but However, accidents
0: happen. You uh, may, I'm, you may I am get aware pregnant. the world
2: is full of uh, mindless morons that I'm really not that you excited don't have to, about wait them, a minute, You don't have to be a kids.
0: moron to get pregnant. Uh, you can have accidents. You know, the condom can break. The birth control can fail. Uh, and you can get pregnant in that way. And in that case, I would say that if you didn't want to have the baby, if you weren't planning on having that baby and you're willing to go through that process, then I don't consider that murder because you haven't actually taken anything from anyone. The the baby hasn't had even the opportunity to experience uh, the uh, the world outside of uh, the womb. And, I, and that, I think, is another testament to the fact that they aren't the same as, uh, the life of a zygote is not the same as the life of a, of a small child or a baby. Well, do you believe well, that... If you
6: keep drawing if you keep drawing that parallel, then you could say the life of... Mark's, I, Mark, I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old, so you could say that the life of my four-year-old or one-year-old is not as valuable as a CEO of a massive charity that helps millions and
8: millions of people every day.
2: I think that th- I think that there's some ar- there's an argument to be made for that. Throughout human uh, history, things like have uh, always when when uh, recompense has been made for somebody who's been killed, basically they've looked at that person's earning potential and the people that rely upon that person.
0: And I think it also depends, depends on how valuable they. Are. I think it also depends on your perspective. I mean, to you, your baby is far more valuable than he Bill sure is. Gates. Uh, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. And I would say generally that any human being that is alive and, and out is uh, is equally valuable as the other. Mm-hmm. But as far as a fetus uh, is concerned, eh, not so much. Free Talk Live. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month. And you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything, dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. This is cai toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, and they include lots of stuff. Those other talk show hosts, they charge you for their sites. Ours, we give away. And if you enjoy Free Talk Live and you like the fact... That We give you all the features on our website for free. We'd like you to shop with us at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. And, you know, I don't mention this often enough, but if you're in Canada, the U.K., or Germany, and you go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, you should be redirected to the appropriate international Amazon site for your area. So if you're in those other countries, you can also shop at Amazon and you can get, uh, or we can get a percentage of your purchase through those other countries' Amazon. So, just to let you know. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get your shopping done for the holidays, or just get stuff for yourself. Amazon.freetalklive.com. We continue with your phone calls. Matt is in Illinois on the amp line. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? What's on your mind?
9: Uh, Gentlemen just called about abortion. And let me preface what I'm going to say by saying that I i I don't think that abortion is the best choice a, a female can make, however, this gentleman wants to uh, compare abortion to murder of a full grown adult, and I don't think that is a a viable uh comparison. A more accurate comparison is if say you were walking past a homeless person. And he suddenly attached himself to you, and now he is sucking your blood from your body. And the only way he's going to, to survive is if he keeps sucking his, his, your, your blood from your body. And you walk into a doctor's office and you say, hey, doc, I got this thing on me. Can you get rid of it for me? And the doctor looks at you and he goes, no, I'm afraid you're going to have to uh, keep that attached to you for the rest of your life. Or he says, sure, I can get rid of it for you. I think that would be a more accurate
1: (laughs) term. Me like a parasite. (laughs) Well,
2: yeah. I think that what you're pointing out here, Mac uh, Matt, is that in in fact technology will solve this problem in the relatively near future. Um, you know that it will be possible for people to you know that have fetuses extracted and and come to to term at some point in an artificial womb someplace, and and abortion won't be necessary. But at this point, in order to get the fetus out of the mother, it, you know death is going to be the result. Um, I, I am of the opinion that I don't think that it's uh, it's in most cases, the right solution. I think that there are people out there that can love that child and uh, take care of them and I think that if you you participated in the sex act, whether you used a condom or uh, missed your birth control pill that day or whatever it was, I mean you know that sex causes uh, sex causes pregnancy and uh, i I'm not of the opinion that i mean libertarianism is a is a movement of personal responsibility i don 't think I, i'm not here to tell people that they can you know just shirk responsibilities that well, they've created for themselves
0: well <laughs> wait a minute just because you get pregnant doesn't mean that you have an obligation to go through with it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the most responsible action in that case is to go through with the pregnancy. The most responsible action may very well be to terminate the pregnancy because you aren't ready financially uh, to have a child. A lot of people, I mean, are not there, prepared. there are
2: lots of people out there that will help you financially to have your child and then take that child from you and raise them in a very good fashion. Ian. I understand I that, mean, Mark. I I understand that there's a lot of morons out there, there that think that they lot- want to keep the baby after they have it, um, and right. they shouldn't be, but... That you know that, that you, what you're 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 creating a straw dog here. It doesn't it doesn't matter.
0: I I see that there are a lot of uh, babies out there already that uh, that are looking to be adopted, and I don't see any reason why you need to add another one to the mix. Doesn't make sense to me. If those people want to get a baby, there's plenty of them out there that they can get their hands on. Why do they have to have another one added to the uh, the, the population? Well, Some... I I think that.
9: You know, there, there's every individual is is in their the situation is in the place that they're in, and and I just don't think that this is an option that should be removed from people.
0: And it won't be and,
2: removed. I mean, come right. on. Well, that, 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 yeah, yeah, you're it's talking about
9: there's an option that you know people anti-abortionists want to remove that option. Yeah, sure. but they're not going to go anywhere and with it. I don't think
0: there's an option. Right. No,
2: I agree with right. you. They're, they're beating on a drum that is long since dead, and they might as well give that particular issue up. And I know that the, you know that it's an important one to them. And I don't oddly, think they should I'd give like to up. point out that it's mostly important to males. And I think that uh, the abortion issue is about as relevant to males as the draft issue is to, to women. I mean, it's just not... I, I, think they I don't should. know why, they, why it is that they, the, the men make, make such a big deal about
0: it. I would never go so far as to say they should give... Give it up. Obviously, it's very important. I think maybe what they should give up is the attempt to legislate. But I think they should continue to uh, persuade. I think they should. Right, continue but they're not to...
2: persuasive, dude. Most of the people who are uh, anti-abortion are not persuasive. You mean they're shrill and they're holding right. pictures it's of murder? No, it's not. It's not the same as murder. Don't draw that comparison because then you just look like a, a you know a fringe loony. If you go out in front of the abortion clinic and show people pictures of uh, chopped up dead babies, that's disgusting. That you're not convincing anyone with that. Um, you know, there's, there's no point in that. What you should do, here's an idea for all the people out there that believe that abortion's wrong, like me, is go out in front of that abortion clinic and offer the girls that walk in the opportunity to have that baby for, uh, you know, some kind of trust fund or something that you'll set up for them. I know it's legal. I've heard of people doing it. Glenn Beck did it with his, uh, with the baby that he uh, adopted relatively recently. Then aren't
0: you just creating welfare at that point? What do you mean? Well, I mean if you're starting to set up trust funds for people that are going into Planned Parenthood uh, in order to try to persuade them away from that's not welfare. Welfare is
1: forced redistribution of wealth. (laughs) But it also might incentivize some kids to get pregnant to get twenty grand or whatever.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If if somebody
2: wants to get uh, pregnant in order to have a baby to make money, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care about that. If they're entering into a... Yeah,
0: I have a concern with that because there are a lot of babies out there that could use families that you are already to out there. You want to remove
2: the profit motive? Huh? You want to remove the profit motive from
0: uh, human interaction? I don't know what that's you're talking great, about. What you're are you talking about?
2: You're suggesting that we keep the system we have, uh, where uh, you know people don't have the opportunity, where it's illegal to pay some girl to have a baby for you. It's not
0: illegal to do that.
2: And it it, it is to pay them. It, you you have to kind of get around it a little bit. Mm.
0: You cover their costs, right? And right, then and you buy them set a house up an or educational
2: something. fund or something yeah. like that.
0: What about? No, I'm, not, I'm not saying not. To, I'm not saying they shouldn't offer that necessarily, but if you just offer it wholesale to anybody that's pregnant then you're going to do what wayne said and you're going to incentivize people who otherwise wouldn't get pregnant to get pregnant and what do you just, think
1: welfare did you know in the 60s when the great society programs came out it incentivized poor women in the ghettos to have kids without a father
0: around matt any further thoughts for us tonight
9: uh interesting twist how this whole how this whole conversation got to paying people for for babies um You know, as far as I'm concerned, that shouldn't be illegal either, if it is. No, it it shouldn't.
0: I agree with you that it shouldn't. I just think it's a a bad idea. You start paying people to have kids, people are going to start having kids, just like they've done Mm -hmm. with the government welfare system. And I understand that you're pointing out that government welfare is forced redistribution of wealth, and this would be voluntary. That's fine. Uh, It's just that if people start having more kids, then all of a sudden the value of the kids goes down. Now they've got more kids, and they're able to pay
2: for it. Do you think that abortion is a good thing? No, I don't think it's a good thing. I so think it's a very hard disin- decision. How do you I- disincentivize yeah. it? That's what I'm saying. Getting an abortion is, is, a, is a medical procedure that you can die from. I think that women are sufficiently disincentivized, um, and, and I, you know, I, I don't think you should offer them a great sum of money. But many of the women who are getting abortions as a sort, sort of b- form of birth control might be persuaded by a smaller amount of money than, say, 40000 or something like that well, now, wait to a do minute. it.
0: Are you going to die from an abortion if you take the, the morning-after pill? I mean, there are different kinds of abortion right i mean there are different uh different options out there uh, if it's early on are you more likely to die as opposed to the third trimester or more something? than a hundred
2: thousand people every year die from uh, pharmaceutical drugs that were prescribed to them by a the doctor yeah
0: you're not answering my question thank you matt so uh, yes you could you. die Just from the, the record after
9: people can die from having babies too well, yeah that's
0: is true very true thank you for the point thank you for the thoughts at 800-259-9231
1: guys what about the issue of Abortion being a federal law, so a one-size-fits-all law as opposed to being something more local in nature.
0: I'm opposed to the federal government, so I don't think that that they right, should exist. But what I mean is there I'm... are there are communities where people might be very religious
1: and very conservative who might want to not allow it. Whereas there are other places that would want to allow it and, and I think to me that people that's better deserve, solution I, I agree with that I, I think that people deserve freedom everywhere,
2: and i'm not of the opinion that uh you know i don't i don't like the idea of using the the federal versus state uh rules as I, I do think that it's that it is a state issue if murder is a state um, state crime and it is then abortion should be a state crime um, but I, I I don't think that there's a really a, a solution inside that particular argument i'm of the opinion that... uh you know, people have to people have to come to the point where they find abortion so distasteful that they won't do it on their own. And I think that we've already had prohibitions on it, and it's those prohibitions have failed miserably. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: that's the scariest part for me is the idea that if these people are successful in outlawing abortion, that it will go underground, it will become mm-hmm. very dangerous, and expensive. it will be a, a black you know, expensive, and it'll become a black market product. Criminals will be doing the abortions. Uh, Oh, boy. Hour number two is coming up. You can bring up whatever's on your mind, take control of the airwaves, and uh, bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything as we launch here into the second hour of the program. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wade. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. going to get right back into your phone calls here about what you want. Ladies first. Renee is on the line in North Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. The you Wayne and Mark. Hello, Renee.
10: Hi. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. As a woman, it can be very annoying for, for to to listen to men talking about abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's there's some stuff they just don't get. All right. And they really don't want to get. Okay. Um, Let me have. You it. know, I can't imagine carrying a baby to term and giving birth to it. And then giving it away—that you know—if if you go back in time with the, the people, the women who, you know, uh, years ago did this, the, the trauma of that is is horrible, and it's something I don't think men can fully relate to like a woman. Do you think? I those can. Men, do you what think? If those, you're
1: sensitive, do you, <laughs>
2: Renee, do you think those men can relate if they're adopted? What? Do you think that those men? Might be able to relate to that issue if they are in fact adopted themselves.
10: Uh, I'm not, well, no, that's just different.
2: And then another thing, you know, no, it's they, they... not, Renee. Renee, I'm adopted, and uh, it was it was the year before abortion became legal in the United States of America, so um, re- before Roe v. Wade and all that good stuff. I'd likely be a statistic uh, on the uh, the other side of the column if it wasn't for that. Yeah.
10: Well, well, wait, well, well, that's, okay, but this this is the deal too. Um, I was actually an abortion that lived, if we're going to compare stories here. The thing is, um, uh, my mother was hemorrhaging due to placenta previa, and, uh, she was only six and a half months pregnant, and that was in 1951, where they didn't have all that neonatal stuff. They were actually, because she was hemorrhaging, aborting me to save her life, and actually, I feel this was the right decision because if they did anything else, she would have died also and my father would have been left without a wife and my sister without a mother. So, so, so there are some times that I'm sorry. It's just the best thing.
2: And this- I, Renee, I would have never said that. I, I've never said that. I think that abortion should be outlawed in any in all circumstances. I just think that it's a you know by and large using it as a. uh, uh you know, as a as a birth control tool is is kind of sick and reprehensible. Well, I, However, I, I did make the point. I'm really not done talking here. Um, I I made the point that I didn't feel that this is really a good male topic, but the the idea that a, a guy, you know can't possibly know what it's like to carry a baby to term and then give it away it seems to me you're right like. i can't know that but at the same time you know how good is it for women to have an abortion every woman i've ever talked to that's had an abortion has talked about how bad it's been for the or you know they, they had effects from it yeah. so you oh, can, either one of them is, has an effect Oh,
10: absolutely. I agree. That's why I think when some people talk about, like, oh, people... Don't get me wrong. There are some people that are kind of callous sociopaths and maybe do use this as a method of birth control. I can't hardly imagine that, uh, because I'm sure it's not an easy procedure, but the thing is, most women, I would say, anguish over this, and this decision comes after a a very... a lot of serious soul-searching. And see... The thing is, everybody's so worried about, well, you know, abortions are dangerous and stuff. I'm going to give you a little fact that men don't want to talk about. Do you know what the number one cause of death of pregnant women is? No. Being murdered by their boyfriend or husband. But I have yet to see one march of pro-lifers standing up to say, to 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 march and do something about these murdered women and babies when they're murdering both the woman and the baby. You Great see,
0: point. This is never mm-hmm. talked about. I think Renee is uh, is spot on here, and I think that she's absolutely right that uh, women's voices are more important to be heard on this issue. I absolutely I, agree. Uh, I
2: said that before she even called in. I mean, that she's she's not she's not saying something that wasn't said last hour. Well, there's
0: uh, new people listening right now, and I think she's absolutely right about
2: it. Right, this. but she doesn't get to be right first, because I said it. Um, the point is, Renee's got a drum to beat on this particular issue. And Renee, you won. Is it you was 30 freaking years out? ago.
10: Really? And the thing is, how come I have a drum to beat
2: and you don't? The thing. What was, are you talking about? <laughs> what is my drum, Renee?
10: Well, I, like you say, I'm just saying. You know, w- you know, it, it's just really difficult for me to hear men talk about this abortion thing. Men, they're often the most uh, the ones that we hear talking about it the most when it's it really more strongly affects. I'm I talking realize, about is, adoption. You know, I say, a lot of times I can say, the woman, because people don't realize a lot of times the, the person pushing the woman to get the abortion is the man, because he does not want the child, and he doesn't want to pay child support. And Renee, are you divorced? some of them actually end up killing the mother and the baby, but Re- I never hear anybody talk about that. Renee,
2: this. are you divorced?
10: What, is that relevant?
2: I'm, I'm just asking. Because it doesn't yeah, sound like you, you like know, you, you don't know, like, like men very much.
10: You're going to say I have an axe to grind. Yes, or something. you've got a
2: big old axe. It's the size <laughs> of a battle axe, Renee. I mean, I could hear it all the way through from North Carolina or wherever it is you're you calling from.
10: So, so, since you can't win the argument on facts, you. Attacking the problem I don't. That's I don't. I don't
2: have. A, I, I'm not having an argument with you, Renee. I'm saying that it's a good idea to uh, be responsible for your actions. And if you get if you get pregnant, you should you should carry it to term and give that baby to somebody who'll love it. That's an axe.
10: But you see, like you say, I, okay, I am divorced, but it's like it was late in life. These are not my issues. Like I say, my kids were like in high school, and college. So it's not like I went through this. Okay, it's just. Uh, but you know, I I have lived life and seen what other women went through, and 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 stuff like that. And it's not fair to talk about abortion without the women's perspective. I'm glad you here. called in. You're Hi, welcome
2: Rene. to call in, Renee. But you 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 called in attacking somebody for suggesting me for suggesting that a woman might it might be a good idea to give your child up for adoption. I mean, you came in with both barrels blazing and made the same point that I'd made. In and sort of turned on me on it. I don't know as why all I you hear feel is right? men do this, and men do that.
10: I never attacked you. The thing is I would prefer if they give the baby up. I'm not saying That's for all I abortion. said, dude. I'm just saying it's a complex issue and it's just not that black and white.
0: I I think that uh, I think that Mark was looking to pick a fight and I think that he took what you said a little bit too personally. And she, said, you, she, said, <laughs> she said that a man can't possibly understand what it's like to bring right. the baby she to terms. She's right.
2: absolutely right. Yeah. But she's that that in that same statement downplaying how awful it is
10: to have an abortion.
2: I'm no, not sure she downplayed no, anything. No,
10: no, it's not, it's not a good thing. And like you say, a lot of women suffer with this decision mm. for the rest of their life. I agree. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, I, I'm sorry, but you see, the way you're acting, it would be just great if I could be God at this moment <laughs> and turn it around <laughs> where it was men who could get pregnant. Maybe thing <laughs> you understand.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on this one, Renee, and I apologize for my uh, my associate's outburst here in the studio. He's you're kind out of losing your mind, his, man. You're losing this lady, your mind. This you lady are out
2: of control. Dislikes men. I know. I, no, I don't. See, now that's you're I
10: jumping to conclusions. My, I just want the female perspective yeah. to to be in this
0: discussion. See, that's a conclusion you jump to, Mark, and it's based on absolutely nothing. Based on nothing but you're, you're here looking for a fight. men just
2: don't you're your men spoiling. And this and men and that. I Wayne,
0: think, let me. Ju- yeah, I want yeah. you to jump in and is is Mark spoiling for a fight on this?
1: Well, okay. I think both of them are very charged in their the their current trajectories, but uh, I agree with you, Renee, that men cannot possibly ever understand what it would be like to make that decision. Men have a minor role in it. They just, uh, you know, they're 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 enrolled for about five seconds, two <laughs> minutes, whatever it is, and then and then the rest of the decision is really up to the woman, but because she has to carry it in her body yeah. for nine months, yeah. but the man also is going to have to carry it for eighteen years financially. So it, there, there's different uh, concerns on each on each side.
0: Renee, I want to thank you for your call and your thoughts tonight. I uh, appreciate you putting it up with Mark. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I'm out of mind, I'm not my mind. You're the one picking a fight with the lady caller. Tonight i picking You should up, be ashamed sh- of yourself. What are you talking caffeine,
1: about? man. I, even I, I he does no He's, got, the, he's, got, he's tea got tea in here it's tonight. Decaf look, has, has, green, it's decaf Take a look.
0: green, man. Decaf still has, like, what, 0.01%. You're Absolutely. ultra-sensitive, sensory, The lady
2: called in. She was complaining about, uh, you know, people giving up babies for adoption.
0: She's a very nice lady. More coming up. You can bring up anything. <laughs> and take control of the airwaves. Dr. This Pepper. is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? Talk Live. You can bring out what you want if you dial in toll-free at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those, including the bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all free at com. We talk a lot about the Free State Project on this show. And uh, we should because, well, the three of us on this program tonight are all participants. We made the move to New Hampshire a few years back, and it's been great ever since. And we want you to join us. If you love liberty, that is, and you want to achieve it in your lifetime, this is the best place to do it. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it and learn about the upcoming New Hampshire Liberty Forum happening in March. Uh, I think it's the 18th through the 21st. It's a weekend of fun and uh, speechifying and socializing and partying. Uh, in a hotel in Nashua, New Hampshire, and it is a, an absolute blast. I've been to it the past three years and look forward to going this year as well. You can go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to learn more and use the code FTL if you want to save yourself 10% off the early bird registration, which is already discounted, so you get a discount off the discount if you use our discount code FTL at uh, freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. As we continue, take your phone calls. We'll go to Paul in California on the amp line. Hello, Paul. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
11: Uh, I wanted to make a couple points about the discussion at hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Firstly, about you don't get to make it a person.
2: point, Paul. You're a man.
11: Uh, I was just going to mention that. I was going to say, <laughs> if it, if I can get away with being being a guy on this issue, um, no, I, I fully agree with the former caller that I, you know, a guy can't can't understand at least that part of the issue. Of hey, Paul, a baby, the term for sure.
2: What you should have said, Paul, was how do you know I'm how do you know I'm a man? <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
11: If I were a little quicker, my...
2: <laughs> Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, wanted... <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um, I
11: I just wanted to say that maybe a, a good way to have compensation for the case of the serial killer who's going after homeless people is to compensate the other homeless people. I mean, you're, you're you have a serial killer going after homeless people. That's kind of a uh, going to be, uh, you know, a, a burden on them. So I think that that might be a good place to go. Um, well, there's the it... issue with abortion.
2: Doesn't it free whatever? What is, doesn't it free up whatever uh, uh, you know things that homeless people are are after? You know the the, the goods and services that homeless people compete uh, for on a daily basis. Doesn't that actually benefit homeless people if one homeless person's gone?
11: Uh, maybe. However, if I'm All living right. in a particular area and someone a serial killer is going around offing uh, the homeless people, scaring. I them. think I'd prefer to avoid that situation. It okay. seems like that would be the greater harm.
1: All right. <laughs> Is that it?
11: In any case, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. But uh, uh, no, regarding the uh, abortion issue, I wanted to say that I think the most rational position is that uh, life begins when you have brain waves and a heartbeat, because that's when we determine when life ends. So we say life ends when your brain dead and you don't have a heartbeat. So it seems like that's mm. a reasonable distinction. That, that would be, I think, at about a couple months. So personally, I would consider it, you know, akin to, I guess, I would consider it akin to murder after that point, because you have a presumably an aware person. Um, who's being
0: offed. it's an interesting observation i can't say i've ever heard that one before uh, what and, would you do
2: think, uh, what do you do uh, with the the, yeah, the, the reasoning behind that where people say well um yeah i'm it's not that i 'm trying to end the child's life it's that i'm trying to continue mine without the child in me. What do you do with that uh, particular line of logic there?
11: Well, I do think that it, you know it depends i guess on how the abort- the the, the uh, pregnancy started. I mean, if you have, you do have some moral responsibility for the situation. And I think it's also important to note that even if it started without, you know, your intent or even your responsibility, you know, the baby didn't intentionally, you know, ha- make the situation happen. So it's not the same case as, you know, a homeless person jumping on and sucking your blood, that the baby is in any case an innocent uh, victim, no-, no matter what. Mm. So it's not quite the same.
2: And I also um, I have the opinion that it's, it's not like people—it's not like most people know that uh, sex doesn't uh, don't know that sex doesn't uh, ca- cause uh, pregnancy. So I mean, they they knew that this act, what this activity could result in. They could also have gotten raped. Right, they could have.
11: That's that's a good point too, and that's another. Well, and, and regarding, I just wanted to answer the question about what to do in the case of you know when a, a, a abortion after that point, and I would say I think a reasonable response would be, in keeping with the same thing with the uh, homeless person, to have compensation for other premature babies who are born or other adoptees, you know, people like that. I think in the case of the serial killer of homeless people, it would make sense to send them to jail because there's a chance they could kill again, whereas in the case of the woman who has an abortion, a late-term abortion... It wouldn't make sense. Just the compensation would be enough because they're not going to go offing other kids, presumably.
2: So if you put a punishment in place for those women, I mean, it's not like they're, you know, uh, some of them are still going to decide that an abortion is is worth doing, but they may decide not to do it in a medical center where somebody might report them, and then you're running them off into this black market of abortion again, right?
11: Yeah, but you could say that about anything. I mean, any crime, you could say that, uh, you know, you're – I, I don't think that's a, that's a justification for making something legal. That is, if you're if you're saying you're inher- you're harming somebody else. I don't think the possibility that you know you might do that in a less safe manner is, is a good reason to make something like that legal. Who I is it that gets? I'm probably, sorry, maybe
0: maybe I missed your point. Who is it that gets the uh, the compensation in in the abortion case?
11: I would say just like the homeless person, it would be it would be other premature, premature babies, or botched abortions, uh, or adopted kids. That kind of situation would be a reasonable
0: so kids uh, people recipient. that just aren't connected at all would get uh, get compensated is what you're saying
11: well i think you have to go with the, the best you have and you know time somebody's murdered the ideal case would be that the benefit goes to the people they specified in their will and the people that were directly benefiting by their life but you know when there is no will you got to go with you know the natural progression and i think uh in this case that would be those would be the best recipients
2: so there would just be a fund set up for these people and then anybody yeah, who get, think, decides I to get a late-term abortion reasonable. has to you know, pay into it. Is, and, and by the way, can I get my name on the fund so I can get paid out into? This I'd is like
0: that. this is why uh, th- this is why we do need to have competing uh, different societies with different rules to see what works very well. I wouldn't want to uh, to live necessarily in the society where if you go to get an abortion, which is already a difficult enough uh, decision, as uh, as Renee was pointing out earlier. That you'd have to then pay out money to people you didn't even know. Uh, I wouldn't want to live in that particular society. But it would certainly be a better midpoint than a society that completely prohibited it and put women in prison. I think it's it's preferable to that. Uh, thank you for the call tonight, Paul. Appreciate hearing from you at It ninety two three one. It is not an easy issue, and then you have to throw in. Um, a, you know, I I feel
2: obligated to mention it every time. Be, uh, f- you know, with our current system, guys are treated very unfairly in this too, because yeah. guys don't have the opportunity to you know to to chime in on that baby, um, and and it's you know and the outcome, and their essentially their decision is lost at orgasm, whereas women's <laughs> doesn't stop until uh, somewhere around well, the end of the first trimester and that's fine that's because unfair
0: you have no no it's, it, that's just the way it is hey if someone told you it was there was fair then they lied to you Marty. <laughs> that's what the ju- judicial uh,
2: system's there that's, for that's though, what right? you said earlier this week to right, me right but i understand but that's what ju- the judicial system is for it is to make things fair
0: correct no i don't think that uh, that could ever be fair because again it's their baby not yours why is you the made woman's the decision baby? you made the decision up to it's the point where DNA. You, you decided to have sex with her you knew what the consequences could be You're suggesting that that
2: baby is somehow theirs. How come I have to pay for their baby then?
0: That is a good question, Mark. Thank you. A good
2: question. Now shut up and
0: take the next caller. 800-259-9231. <laughs> like, swear that's God, it's like working with Rain Man. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. Maybe I'm you shouldn't have driver. to. I'm maybe an excellent driver. I'm an excellent driver. Maybe you shouldn't have to. Because she made the decision to have sex with you. Maybe she. Maybe you shouldn't have to. If, if it's, it's
2: her baby, she needs to pay right.
0: for it. Yeah, I, I might absolutely agree with I don't either. see
2: why it's her baby, though. It's got half my DNA. She couldn't have had it without me. Toll-free number is mm-hmm.
0: 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number for you to bring up anything is 1-800-259-9231. That's 800 259 9231 and it's brought to you by SACL CAI. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us, including our archives, if you've missed a moment of the show, they're there, right there on the front page of the website, free for you at freetalklive.com.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, right into the mic. Yeah, I, I, I sucked in and got a little, uh, a little saliva down my throat. Would you like to get a non-lethal weapon into the hands of your loved ones this holiday season with the stopping power that rivals that of a handgun? The Tiger Light, it's an incredibly bright flashlight with an integrated pepper spray. Its high level of utility comes from the fact that it's out in, in your hand because it's a flashlight. There's no expectation by the perp that you actually have a weapon because it's a flashlight. The fa- Tiger Light, you can get one today at tiger.freetalklive.com. There's a special holiday rate over there at tiger.freetalklive.com.
0: All right, we continue here, and you can bring up anything. Uh, let's talk to Dave in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave.
4: Hey how you doing tonight, guys? Super uh, I was a junior in high school in seventy two when the Roe versus Wade went down, and I thought it was crazy that they'd put me in jail for smoking a joint, but a woman could kill a baby. I still think it's crazy, but uh well,
0: a baby's equal, not a fetus, but I see what you're saying
4: in in this equal world uh Women want to be treated equal, so how come they don't treat us equal? Say if I want my baby and that baby was made in love, you know. Pick I your was partners better, Dave. That's the, what I'd say.
0: Huh? I'd say pick a better partner next time.
4: That, but isn't that like uh, getting gypped out? You're not equal like the woman?
0: No, you're, it's a just a completely different situation. If you want to have a baby, find somebody that's willing to have one with you instead of just well, accidentally well, knocking someone with, say,
4: up. Say you're living with somebody for like four or five years, mm-hmm. and she turns up pregnant one day and says she's <laughs> going to go kill it.
0: Right. Then you go I, I don't think her. when your partner turns up pregnant that that's the appropriate uh, manner to have a baby. I think that having a baby should be a much more deliberate uh, creation on your part. Like where you decide, hey, we've been together four years now, how about we have a baby together? Okay, let's do that. Then you have mutual agreement, and then if she breaks her agreement after the fact, gets cold feet, then I think you have a leg to stand on at that point because you've had an agreement. Not legally, you don't. Well, I'm not talking about legally, I'm talking about what's right.
4: Say if you're married. Okay.
0: Was there more to that, Dave? Are you still there?
4: Well, the same situation. You're married to a woman. She gets pregnant, and she says, I'm going to have the abortion. Okay. Well. And the husband goes, no. Can That's we like have communication
0: 82. before uh, we get pregnant here? I mean, is, it, is that no, possible?
4: Well, you don't know women. Woman, you know woman. They could decide something the, the, the next day
2: you just made some so, friends yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey uh, dave you cannot communicate with a guy who had a vasectomy at age like 22 or whatever he i mean yeah. he know what it is, oh,
4: what it is. He, he knows he has no chance huh he no hates it what no, they could they could i think they could go in there i think and take something out you know if, if you really want to spend some money you know.
2: oh yes to go in and take something out <laughs> yeah they can they can retie it or whatever
4: yeah, they, the money's made in yeah, vasectomies. Some, the, yeah, but see, it, it's, I think it comes down to equal, man. Not Everybody, after a while, is, by the way. No, I, I, we're, as, we're all created equal, even sure. that little infant, When, like the guy said. Except for the, the fact the that
0: you can't have a baby. Beating,
4: <laughs> when the heart starts beating, you're on the clock, man. And and if a woman gets killed with the baby inside of her, they charge you with two murders. So, you know, they got to come clean. You know, they can't. Have both sides of it. You
0: know? Dave, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 9231. It's my understanding from what I was told when they were trying to uh, talk me out of getting the vasectomy. Um, that's what they tend to do when yes, you go did. in and get get a vasectomy. Especially as young as you are.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't
0: try to talk me out of it. They, uh, they said that you cannot. It makes it very difficult to undo it after a certain period of time has mm-hmm. passed. Sure. As I recall, it was something like after five years has gone by, it gets much more difficult to undo the operation, and then precedingly more difficult over time.
2: But the point is,
0: is you if you wanted
2: to have a baby, you can go out and adopt one. And there's yes, there's lots true. of babies out there that need you know need love, and and especially if you you know if, if ethnicity isn't an issue for you, or if uh you know if, it's if not. you're willing to take one that's you know slightly older or something like that, then there's a lot of them out there that are that are available.
0: That's how I. I feel about it,
2: but I mean, you as a man couldn't possibly know what it's like to bring that baby to term and have to give no, it up like that.
0: No way I could. But
1: you know something? If you, if you are married and your wife gets pregnant, even though the, the baby's not growing in your body, you are with her every day. You are feeling it kick. You know, you are somewhat connected to the woman who's who's pregnant. It's not the same, I know, but it, there is a valid point there. Yeah,
0: you don't have to puke.
1: Yeah, you don't have to have morning sickness. Okay, you don't so, have to go through all those so things. So, Ian, let's, right. let's talk about this roller coaster. I you gained 20 that pounds when my wife was pregnant. I had st- you suggested <laughs> that, the, that the, the baby
2: belongs to the woman, but, um, in fact, there's a certain amount of investment on the male part. Um, so, you know, the question is, is if you and I bought, buy a car together, but I let you buy, um, you know, more shares of that car than I buy, do you get to decide what happens with that car in the long term? No. I've got a share of that car. I,
0: I, it would depend on the agreement that we had. You know what, too?
1: I think men, when they have a baby on the way, there's something inside them that just freaks out and says, oh, no, I've got to make more money now. Yes. You know, that that's the first thing that happens. So men go through their own emotional stress over having kids as well, which let, you probably haven't been through yet, Ian, but let, maybe someday you will.
0: <laughs> Let's go to Jane in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jane.
12: Hi. I'm a complete feminist. I've never shaved my legs. Awesome.
1: All
0: right. What well, I
12: would like to. Yeah. All right. It's very sexy. Is it soft? And I hate you guys.
0: Why? But, Wait, what? Why?
12: Because I think I think you're just jerks. Wh- why? But,
0: what, Wait a minute. Why? Yeah, tell us why. I rarely
12: listen to your show, but every time I've listened to it, I just hated you.
0: Okay. But what I would like to say can you, is, is that based
12: on something? Well, I've only listened to your show like twice because I was too disgusted. I turned it off.
0: Okay. What was so but, disgusting?
12: Oh, I can't remember. It was just I think.
0: Are you are you hating know, us tonight?
12: No, this no. is what I'd like to say, and okay. I think this is a very important point to make.
0: By all means.
12: Um, my husband had a one-night stand. It was like a five-minute stand. Oh, boy. Like a long time ago, and this was way before we were married. And the woman um, chose to keep the baby. So this was before we were married. This is when he was in college. And um,
10: she got
12: to make the choice whether she had an abortion or or whether she gave it up for uh, adoption, and she, he, he didn't even know this woman. She's coming back at him for child support. Mm-hmm. So if men want the rights and the responsibilities which they should have, then they, they also should get a choice in that. Because personally, I'm pro-life. I don't think the government should step into my womb, but on, on a personal level, I would never have a, an abortion. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that if, if we expect men to behave like adults, then they should also get a, a, a chance to say, you know, she, this woman could have put the kid up for adoption, or she could have aborted it, and he would have no say in that. So why should he have to pay for this kid for the rest of his life? I agree with you. Yeah, that's so difficult. for once we agree.
1: Yeah, that's a difficult issue. But regardless no, of what you do, it's not, it's not an easy decision on anyone's part, but I, I understand the law really makes it difficult on the man. But they say, it's extremely
13: oh, difficult They for say, the well, man. you
1: did your duty, uh, young man. You're, you're out of it now. It's up to her. That's the way the law uh, reads now. That's how But it's he's enforced. not out of it. He has to pay. He has to pay, he but his
0: decision pay. making he has goes to pay away. For a
12: kid, he didn't. He, he had, you know. I mean, it was literally like five seconds in the shower.
0: Yeah. So uh, I, I understand where you're coming from on that. So now we agree. So do you still hate us? No.
12: No. I'm saying, as a feminist, okay. So if, if you want, if we want to treat men like adults, which we should, though they don't behave like <laughs> them very
0: much. So <laughs>
12: Then we have to, to give them equal responsibility for what happens to the child. So if, if the woman wants an abortion, if she wants to put it up for adoption, then the man, especially in a situation like this where they weren't married, should have equal say in what happens. And they don't. And I think it's only 11 states where the man can even, even have any decision. In I that. don't
0: know if I agree with you that the man should. I, don't, I think Mark would agree with you. You would agree with her on this. Yes, right I Mark? do.
12: I'm a woman. I've been pregnant.
0: Yeah. I'm a man. So my, my wife's been pregnant. pregnant. Say what?
12: Who would agree with me? Mark. I
0: would, Mark.
2: Why? Uh, because I think that uh, I think that as a man, I'm a part owner of that baby, at least until he, exactly. he becomes old enough to own himself. Saying.
12: That's exactly what I'm
0: saying. I'd just like to say, Jane, that I don't hate you. I appreciate your call. Thanks for making it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL Cai toll free line. You can bring up anything, even if you hate us. We don't get very many hate emails or hate calls very often on this show. It's a combative show. that can be harder for some some people to handle than others. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live.
6: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything. Dial in toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Wade. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free on the site, so enjoy those. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. Head on over there. You can get signed up with any major credit card and some of our alternative options, plus PayPal as well, uh, go to amp.freetalklive.com. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations across the country and bringing more Internet listeners on board, helping expose new uh, new people to the ideas of freedom. Amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks like access to the Amp Only call-in lines, Amp Only podcast chat room, and more. It's all there at amp.freetalklive.com.
2: Manchester Brewing, Brewers of John Thomas Red, now available in
0: a strap-on edition for hikers. As we continue here and take your calls, uh, let's go to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee on the amp line. Hello, Gene.
13: Well, hi, guys. Uh, Ian, before I get to my subject, I wanted to mention something about your uh, – I know you're concerned about radio quality. So, okay. The your time machine, your little delay machine – Yeah, you might want to hold hold off on engaging that until after the bumper music, because we hear the bumper music start and then it goes as your time machine
0: kicks in. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, well, listen to the. Pretty sure you're not. I don't think you're hearing what you're thinking you're hearing. I don't know what you're hearing. Not
13: your time delay.
0: Yeah, we have a delay, but it's on the network side, so you would not hear any of the effects of the delay.
13: Okay, well, I don't know why it's kicking in right then, but uh, I can certainly hear it. Maybe some of the other callers have to. Anyway, uh, Rand Paul and Ron Paul. Yes. Two Pauls. Yes, today one is, of them uh, Rand... is
0: freedom-oriented, the other seems to be a wannabe thug. I don't know.
13: Uh, you, you, you're a little too picky, but uh, today yeah. is the uh, Rand Paul money bomb day. I donated uh-huh. some money today. I, oh, I'm I sorry. I recommend other people do.
0: I recommend they do uh
13: well, I know you don't, but that's why I'm on the air because uh, I take an opposite position from you, and that is that Rand Paul is not as good as his dad. I guarantee you that, but uh, he is a whole lot closer than anybody else out there. I'd say
2: well, he's, let's uh, let's let's hash out re- real quick, um, uh, Gene, and I, I think I pretty much agree with you on this one, um, Ian. What what the reason is is because uh, he believes that the that the military budget should be increased and they should be brought home and then stationed on the border.
0: Is that right? He does uh, agree with a police state, uh, and he does agree at the at the border, which also means a police state within the border. And he also thinks that the people in Guantanamo are people that do not deserve protections of the Constitution. Therefore, he means they don't have rights. He calls them thugs, even though none of them have ever had trials and been convicted. So he's just uh, sounds to me like uh, just another police state fascist.
13: Um, well, at any rate, uh, yeah, he and just he, dodge that. He, he... Go ahead. He's doing what he has to do, I think, uh, and that's probably not written
0: by him. Do, no, um, no, that's his website. It's, well, it's on his website. I know
13: yeah. it's his, I know it's his re- website, but uh, personally, I think Ron Paul, after uh, hearing a lot of what he said and uh, and meeting the men, I think he's uh, more like me. I think he's a Christian anarchist. I think he realizes that all government is fiction and it doesn't exist anyway, but he has kind of jumped into the belly of the beast to uh, to do as much damage as he could to uh, those who would uh, infringe on our rights.
2: And, and another I, thing that I, Rand Rand Paul is dealing with is uh, is this guy that walks around with a uh, MP3 recorder and a video recorder um, from the other team, the other Republican that's in the race, mm-hmm. just waiting for him to say something that sounds just a little too libertarian or liberal or whatever. Boy, that how they dare you sound libertarian? That they can use well, they, but they're going to get a soundbite, man. Yeah, right? I would love to to see you try to run for somebody and somebody soundbite you some of the crazy sounding stuff <laughs> you said. On the I stand behind what I say. I'm not cowardly and I won't lie and you won't win.
0: So and no one will get any bre- free So what out of you're it. saying is that the uh, that the means don't matter, that the end matters. They go ahead and tell a bunch of lies so you can get into political office. Is what you're saying? In in politics, uh, hey, I'm afraid you have to I put the, would... your best foot forward. Gene?
13: I I would certainly uh, lie to get in a political position where I could do good. Yes, I would. I would. uh, It's just like being a spy on the enemy. uh, You know, trying to sneak into the enemy camps and be an enemy. You have to make believe you're one of them, put their uniform on, Mm -hmm. salute their flag, and act like they do, just so you can get in and do as much damage as you can. So, yeah, I think. So you don't want to get. So
0: you wouldn't care about getting reelected then. Oh, definitely not. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, Ron Paul has been reelected. re-elected. Uh, Ron Paul has been reelected several times, and I think he's been a little more forthcoming with his uh, his viewpoint. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Ron Paul tells lies every single campaign uh, season, and he manages to get elected every single time, even though he's been lying. Well, his sure. voting
1: record doesn't reflect that. But in, in Rand Paul's case, I can see how some would think that because he's in Kentucky and because he's running against an extreme establishment neocon that right now he has to shred, tread a little carefully in how he says things until after the primary, and then maybe let's just see if he becomes a little more libertarian in his rhetoric after this primary when he's running up against a Democrat.
2: Would you rather see him win or the Republican, uh, that's the, the, and, the neocon guy who's uh, running against him? I have no opinion. Right, I know. I mean, you just and don't. It's Kentucky. I, then Why then I also, do I care?
13: <laughs> I'd also like to point out that even if he does hold those positions, he does have a firm hold on what liberty issues are, and... He will eventually change his mind on those issues. I have 100% confidence in it.
2: Right, and uh, what I want from my national-level politicians at this point are ones that are open to the ideas of uh, states, you know, being you know, people, you know, state governments being able to separate themselves from national governments, and uh, ones that are for dis, you know, dissolving the Federal Reserve. As far as I'm concerned, if a national politician, right. I don't care it's too what much else to they ask say, for them to tell the damn
0: truth about what they believe. Look, look Cause, man, cause I, we've
13: all we've all marched this march from. Uh, from fascism to liberty, and we all march it at a certain uh, pace, and each one of us has a different learning rate.
4: sure. And I sure. certainly
13: think that Ron Paul is on the right track. I mean, Rand Paul. Ron paul maybe that's there,
0: true maybe that's true but uh until rand paul gets some courage and some cojones and decides to stand up for what he believes in if because it's one of two things right either he does believe in a police state or he's lying uh in order to get into office and if he does believe in a police state then i don't i'm not interested in supporting him and if he's lying you know, then i'm not interested in supporting him you're not so, interested in winning I listen,
13: i've been listening to you for five years Ian, and i've heard you progress from a uh from a constitutionalist to uh, your free market stand now, mm-hmm. so uh, five years ago, you would have been pretty much the same position. So there's nothing to say that Rand Paul ain't going to j- march right down that same road. So is and he I lying he or will. not?
0: Is he lying or is he, t- is he telling the truth?
13: I don't really care.
0: Okay. Thanks he's, for the
13: he's call. He's he's 100 he's 100% better than the other guy.
0: All right. Well, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the sacl CAI toll-free line. There are lots of political candidates out there that are better than the others. I mean, the Libertarian Party runs some fairly uh, principled candidates yeah, they're not win either. around the country. Okay. So what I'm, all I'm saying is Ron Paul, Rand Paul has a
2: chance. He's actually tied with this guy. Mm-hmm. And, if I, and I understand, Ian, I agree with you on the issues you're talking about. You know I do. But as, if, if I can take a guy that's going to be 95 or 90 percent on um, you know, lib, good on liberty issues, yeah, I think he's worth supporting.
1: Because don't forget, there's a lot of people who run for office now, and they say all the right stuff, and then they go in office and they do just the opposite. Right, the rest of them are lying too. It's like when you tell your kids, it's a business t- of lying. You give tell your them kid money. not to lie except to a robber or a stranger. You know, do, 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 if somebody was robbing you, would you lie to him to get away? If they, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Well, there you go. But this is, I think, a different situation. And I have supported political candidates in the past. I have uh, people like Harry Brown. And he, uh, did he win? He did not. I
2: understand and you uh, want a principled... Uh, you don't I understand, understand
0: that. I'm, I, if I'm getting behind a candidate, I'm getting behind them to get the ideas of freedom out. Mm-hmm. And if this man is out there advocating for lock up those thugs in Guantanamo and throw away the key, military tribunals, uh, border security, blah, blah, blah. If that's what he's out there promoting, then I'm not going to put my my money behind that message. Well, if he Sorry. gets
1: elected, we'll see his voting record. Yeah, we'll that's see. all we can see. Yeah, I, know, I know what the voting record of the other guy is going to look like. It's yeah. going to look like crap. Yep, you got it. At least you have a chance because of his pedigree and, and the fact he probably talks to his father a fair
0: amount. I have a limited amount of funds and of the amount of funds that I have, I would rather spend it on people who are going to be promoting true ideas of liberty rather than uh, people who are allegedly telling lies here. I'm not interested in that. I'd rather put my money in local uh, a local situation whether well, it's... Same here. I believe that uh, you know I, you know as
2: well as I do that I'd rather, uh, that I'm far more interested in candidates on a local and state level than I am on a national level. I'd rather level, reinvest it. When, when so did you
0: give money to Rand Paul Moneybomb?
2: I have not given okay. money. I don't, I don't have money to give. I mean, I'm, just, I'm struggling to pay bills here man i'm sorry I, I just don't have it to give right now
0: i, I don't have to give because i'm not interested in doing anything uh, i'm not telling you you, to, telling you you have to
2: i'm telling you you have to you know my vote is cheaper than my uh endorsement and my endorsement is cheaper than my um you know me giving funds to your can can uh your candidacy so all i'm saying is look man cut the guy a break he's 90 95 percent good on these issues and uh, yeah, no, the no candidate could can be a, perfect a, and get elected. Sure, I see what you're saying. Can't.
0: But a police state and human rights are pretty big issues for me. So those are deal killers.
2: And they're all deal killers for you, dude. If it would have been the war on drugs if anything, it would have been a deal killer. Yeah, you're that kind of at. guy. It has to be a 99, right. 90. You want my support? Penny.
0: You want support of the, uh, the the principal radicals out there? You want them to get behind your campaign and get excited about it? Then don't water down your message. And There's do not this enough big of them to vote, though. Bring up anything. Hour 3 is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live.
7: How long can you hold your breath? Not long.
0: Free Talk Live, and we're kicking off the third hour of the show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us. And, uh, again, freetalklive.com. Right back into your phone calls, we go to Scott in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott.
14: Good evening, uh, uh, Ian, Wayne, and Mark. How are you?
0: Super. What's on your mind tonight?
14: I'm so, uh, I'm so troubled and disgusted with this country. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to make it short and sweet. Goldman Sachs, uh, has, has a stranglehold on, on, on Wall Street, our nation. The Federal Reserve absolutely has to be abolished. So you listeners have a very brief history of this. The Federal Reserve was created by Paul Warburg. He was a German Jew who was the head of Kun Loeb and Company, which is now defunct and he was the founder of the Federal Reserve System.
0: Pretty the Federal sure there Reserve was,
14: was secretly created in 1913 yeah, at Jekyll Island, Georgia, and has ever since there been was, the personal bank of the Jews.
0: There, there was a group of people, and some of them were Jewish, and some That's of them weren't. Right. I understand that. But John D. Rockefeller wasn't Jewish. I understand Chase, that, yeah. but I'm saying that, that, right.
14: that the, the, the big boys uh, and, and Goldman Sachs uh, is, is, is is predominantly uh, Jewish controlled, and the Federal Reserve must be abolished. Except for, the for all the
0: names of... that uh, we just gave you, uh, J. P. Morgan. Uh, uh, what were the other ones you gave? Uh, uh, John D. Rockefeller, John Rockefeller. I mean J- Chase. These Chase. are all. So why? People...
1: See, I agree with you, but why are you just fa- uh, uh, focusing on the ones with Jewish names? That's where we get a little sketchy. Well, here. because
0: he's a racist, and he's uh, he's he, working on he it.
1: Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm,
14: I'm, I'm working on it, but what I'm doesn't saying doesn't seem is that like that, you're
0: working on it. Why don't you talk about the issue of fiat currency in the Federal Reserve without pointing fingers at a specific uh, f- a faction of people?
14: Because I, I I believe the protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. I've read it num- numerous times. Uh, not just one time, maybe yeah, a dozen that, times. My understanding
0: nope. that book is uh, is propaganda and has basically been completely... I knew you were
14: going to say that. Well, it's, it's, it's you, the, the Jews would have you believe that it's an anti-Semitic The ordinary. Jews. I'm telling you <laughs> but, that it's authentic. As though all Jews but are Scott, the same, right, Even Scott? if
2: it was written by a Jew, or several Jews wrote the... No, it was
14: written by supposedly
2: anti-Semites okay whatever uh, whoever it was written by, but suppose it was written was in fact it's a, a legitimate document. I don't know whether it is or not. Um, I've heard that it's been debunked, but I don't know um, so suppose it was written by some Jews that doesn't represent all Jews, and the idea no. of painting somebody with uh, the Jewish brush it, it scares the bejesus out of uh, people I mean what I'm saying what I'm saying conversation is,
14: is all right, let me back up a little bit let me back it up. It, it. Not all the bankers are Jews. The big boys on Wall Street are uh, the Federal Reserve. Is, is, is Benjamin Solomon Bernanke, Alan Greenspan. But let's get away from that for a moment. They print all of our money. They 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 charge us enormous, insane interest rates. It is literally sucking the life out of this nation's economy. That doesn't even add to the greed of Wall Street. And and I was going to just finish my list briefly. Crooked politicians, lobbyists who, 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 when we vote, our votes don't count because lobbyists control everything, bread and circus, which is to, this was mentioned in the protocols, but you've heard of the term anyway, where we are to be sidetracked with movie stars and sports stars. Our nation is a bunch of morons. We're so interested in Tom Brady and the New England Patriots that our whole country is going to hell in a handbasket. No one seems to care. Illegal aliens were being overrun. Homosexual and lesbian marriage has uh, <laughs> is, is ruined the traditional how dare American those, family.
0: How dare those people come here seeking freedom and not ask a government bureaucrat's permission, huh? And how dare those folks that like uh, to have sex with uh, people of the same gender, how dare they be able to get, uh, to get together in, a, in holy matrimony? How well, dare they be able to commit to themselves? It's, it's ripping uh, themselves. Apart
14: the fabric of this country. It's ripping apart the moral fabric of
0: this country. See, now I'm going to jump even more all over you here because there is – it's just such a uh, – the the whole idea that there is one kind of overarching fabric or one set of uh, culture or one one culture that is uh, overarching everything in this country is pretty ludicrous, Scott – uh, whether it, When a gay person gets married to another gay person or somebody comes here from another country to make a, a better life for themselves, that doesn't rip apart anything. It has no effect on you.
14: You know what it also rips apart this country is our government. I hate our government because I don't trust our government. I wouldn't trust it. In, I'm going to tell you, if I had a son and he was of military age and there was a draft, I'd send him up to Canada. I take whatever financial I
0: understand where you're coming from well, on that one, Scott. And I thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. The government well, is bad; they I don't hurt people. Hate? Uh, I mean, I don't think hate I don't hate. No, but uh, but the government does hurt people, and I don't appreciate that.
2: It's a monopoly privilege on the use of force. Whereas
0: immig- immigrants uh, come here mostly to make a better life for themselves. There are people that come to take welfare, but again, that's a government problem, not an immigrant problem and then gay people don't hurt you either they're just enjoying their lives together so I just what? hear
2: an anger management problem with um with, with Scott mm-hmm. you know like he's just yeah <laughs> yeah you know and and I, under, I I know what it's like I I struggle with uh with you know a, a temper myself and uh, you know I know what it's like to try to control that but it's you you don't the progress isn't made by saying i hate the government and i hate the jews and that's not it's not progress that's not going that's not going to no. help solve that problem the way you help solve that problem is to, by addressing your your anger and um you know working through it and and trying not to
1: to go, fly off the handle the problem too is that sometimes you can be correct about certain issues you're talking about but then when you start attacking certain ethnic groups or religions it, then it becomes, uh, it sounds like, oh, only racists believe in that. Right. And, and that it discredits the whole message. It poisons the yeah. well, so to speak.
0: Absolutely. And that's why it's very important to not let people like Scott get away with uh, spouting that nonsense. All right. So we continue here. And a story out of Charleston, West Virginia, where we are live right now this hour and on uh, WVTS. Chief U.S. District Judge Joseph Goodwin ruled against a Mingo County mother who didn't want her child to be immunized from disease. In April, Jennifer Workman, the mother of a six-year-old girl, sued in U.S. District Court in Charleston so her daughter could attend pre-K to eight school in Mingo County. The girl had not been immunized, and Workman claimed a medical exemption. West Virginia and Mississippi are two states that allow only a medical exemption to immunization. Unlike most states, West Virginia does not allow religious or philosophical exemptions. Don't live there. Uh, the topic is a sensitive one. An increasing number of parents across the country are questioning the safety of vaccinations, particularly the purported relationship between vaccinations and autism, Goodwin wrote in his order. A parent's concern for her children's health and well-being is understandable. However, little evidence supports the claim that standard vaccinations are unsafe, and the plaintiff does not contest the safety and efficacy of vaccines in this case. So, basically, this mom is being told that, Oh, sweetie, we're sorry. You don't actually get to control what happens to your daughter. You don't get to decide uh, what uh, what is and what is not appropriate for her health care. We'll decide that for you. Well, uh, she does. She have the option
2: of sending the child to some kind of private school. I mean, I, I guess I to...
0: she does. But we're talking about West Virginia here. How mean? many people in West Virginia do you think can afford to send their kids to private school? I don't know. I mean, it would, it would
2: seem like the private schools there would be um, more – if you're suggesting that it's low income. Yeah, and there's I have a lot heard of poor that. people in West I've, Virginia. I've heard that, certainly, but you would think that the private schools would charge less there, too. I mean, certainly it takes a certain amount of uh, sacrifice on one's part. Uh, if, it, if it's important to her – I'm not saying that she should be forced to pay – to fund schools that uh, – that you know She doesn't have a choice on how right. her daughter is immunized, but I'm also of the opinion that, <laughs> look, if you want freedom right now, it costs a certain amount, and it shouldn't, but it does, and if you want that freedom in that area, you're going to have to pay for it, and that's the reality of it.
1: Right. Maybe she doesn't have the option to homeschool. Maybe she's a single mom, and she can't... Uh, afford to, to home school. She has to go to work every day. certainly screwed it's, up. It, yeah. It's really screwed up.
0: So if you can't afford to go to a private, send your kid to a private school or as the alternative home school, which is the best way to... Uh, to and that's
1: actually, educate. that's the ultimate uh, private school right there because when I was a kid, I rem- it seems to me that there were more private schools available than there are now, especially the middle class and lower middle class people. It seems now that most of the good private schools are really, really expensive and there aren't that many um, decent... Uh, private schools out there, and so I think that's one reason why so many middle-class people homeschool, and they have to pay all these huge taxes to pay for the schools in their town now, whereas 30 years ago, the school taxes weren't so high. Yeah.
0: Workman said in her lawsuit uh, against the Mingo County school system that her 13-year-old daughter suffers from serious health problems, developmental disorders, sl- severe sleep disorders, and behavioral problems that appeared, she says, around the time she began receiving vaccinations. But now her younger daughter will be forced to receive the same vaccinations. It's Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you do want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Again, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com, where we give you features free, like the Shrine of Female Listeners. Dozens of ladies that have taken the, their validated photo and sent them into us. A validated video is another option as well to show they are indeed listeners of the show. I had a lady send me a picture of herself recently, and I was so bummed that I had to write her back and say, Well, thanks for sending the picture, but unfortunately it just doesn't qualify. And this doesn't happen that often she must not have uh, read the instructions uh, I think somebody excited her about the shrine and told her to send a picture in without giving her details on on uh, on what to do but you have to actually provide some sort of evidence some proof in the in the photo that you are indeed a free talk live listener otherwise you can just grab a picture from anywhere on the internet of any any lady and send it to us right so that's why that's why that rule was created the the validation rule in uh, the, the most basic kind of validation just to put the letters FTL on a piece of paper and, you know, hold it up. Some of the ladies have done things a little more creatively, but uh, creativity is not required, just that you be a lady and that the picture or video uh, prove that you're a listener of Free Talk Live. You can go and get all the details at shrine.freetalklive.com, and the Free Talk Live Shrine of Female Listeners is brought to you by Manchester Brewing at manchesterbrewing.com.
2: Startpage.com. You can take the startpage.com seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major, major search engines. But unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. It's the Startpage 7-Day Challenge. You can take it today at Startpage.com.
0: So we were telling you this story out of uh, Charleston, West Virginia, where a lady has gone to court and sued the school district because they are requiring that her daughter be immunized, be uh, vaccinated, in order for her to uh, to go to government school. Uh, not only did she claim medical reasons, because well, her 13-year-old daughter had developed some problems allegedly after she was vaccinated. In this case, she didn't want the that you know history to repeat itself on her six-year-old uh, or the younger daughter. And she also stated that, and this is according to the uh, the judge. This is what the judge said in this case, who ruled against her and in favor of the state, of course. Uh, He said that specifically she states that her Christian Bapticostal religious beliefs require that she honor God by protecting her child from harm and illness and that immunizing her daughter in this instance would violate those sincerely held beliefs. Judge Goodwin denied Workman's freedom of religion claim, noting that West Virginia does not allow a religious exemption to its mandatory immunizations of schoolchildren. He cited case law in writing that it has long been recognized that local authorities may constitutionally mandate vaccinations. Well, what else can they mandate? I mean, if they can mandate that they can just uh, pump a bunch of chemicals into your kid, what else will they be able to mandate that you won't be able to use a religious exemption for? I, th- I think it's pretty scary, personally, what's going on there uh, in West Virginia. And uh, the judge was also, or excuse me, the workman, the lady also denied, or alleged rather, that the denial of her daughter's medical exemption violated her free exercise rights and rights to due process and equal protection of the laws. Goodwin noted that Workman offered no evidence to support the claim that she was discriminated against. All of the evidence he wrote is to the contrary and blah, blah, blah. blah. So basically they tell There's you no on evidence one, that she was discriminated against. I mean, well, she, they're going to force everyone to have vaccinations. So how could <laughs> like, she be discriminated against?
2: Well, because it's her religion that she um, doesn't have
0: to. Doesn't that matter. She, that's not legal in, in no way. Right. Region. Well, we'll
2: discriminate against everyone's religion.
0: Right. Right. If they discriminate against everyone, then no one's being discriminated against. Some
2: people's religion doesn't um, require them not to get vaccines, and other people's do, so that's discrimination.
0: And, and, you know, that's the primary uh,
1: problem I have with all this, is that if you believe in that stuff, if you believe in vaccination theory, take the vaccines, but don't force other people who don't want them to take them.
0: And there's so much force involved here, and it all comes, it all stems from the idea of compulsory education. On the one hand, the government will say things like, we believe that every child has the right to an education, a right to a free education. And of course, it's free to the kid and that they're not the ones paying the property taxes. They're not the ones paying the rent uh, that, that ends up paying property taxes to pay for the system. But it's not free to you and I. It's not free to the parents who are paying through she those. No such thing is free. Right. Uh, but but that but that doesn't mean that they won't use such language when they're talking sure, about there. They will. Oh, it's going to be a free education for all the children in West Virginia, for all the children. Right, free. It would, it would
2: have to be free in order to you for you to have a right, or you know, it, it, somebody would be obligated to provide it to you. So that that w- it would have to be free, but it's not a right because. You can't obligate anybody to do anything.
0: Well, right. Beyond that, it's also not a right because, well, you, it's only a free right to an education as long as you do everything we tell you to. You have to get your kid pumped up with these vaccines. You have to. Uh, you can only go to this one particular school if you live in this particular area. You have to uh, do this. You have to do that. There's all these requirements that they uh, that they mandate in order for you to actually get your kid into the government school system. So no, it's It's not a free education. It's not a right to an education. It's not given to everyone. You have to jump through a bunch of hoops in order to get it. And if you decide you don't want it, no, 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 thanks. I don't want, nope. uh, I don't think I want to vaccinate my kids. You don't have any other choices unless you happen to have enough extra money to send your kid to a private school or happen to have the time and the ability to – you really need that much ability – but the time uh, to to homeschool your kid. And as you were pointing out, Wayne, if she's a single mom, she probably doesn't have the uh, the time and the uh, the wealth in order to do something like that. So this woman is stuck being forced to pay – for a system that she fundamentally disagrees with on both a religious and medical basis, she's forced to pay for that system, and she's forced to send her uh, her daughter into that system, and therefore she's being forced to have her daughter subjected to certain treatments that she has a fundamental disagreement with. It's absolutely outrageous. She should think about moving. She should. All right, we continue here, and you can bring up anything. Taryn is on the line in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Taryn.
15: Hi, guys. Uh, first, let me say, whoever does the advertising for Manchester Brewing, whoever writes that's genius. Those commercials are so funny.
2: <laughs> that's uh, Kevin Kevin Bloom, the uh, the the brewmaster over there.
15: Oh man, those are funny. Um, but besides that, I actually can give you some perspective on this because I used to be a chiropractor in West Virginia and practiced.
4: Mm, okay.
15: Um, I used to practice in West Virginia, and I'm very familiar with this because. I was one of the only doctors in the state that would write my patients, you know, an excuse not to get vaccinated. The chiropractic community, most of them, are have been very steadfast against vaccinations for over a hundred years. So, you know, they, they've uh, really been leading the front lines in that. Yeah. And what happened was, first of all, they would get mad because I was a chiropractor, and you're not really allowed to write in West Virginia. Some reason you're a second class doctor, and you're not allowed to write these uh, exemptions, and they actually, it was one of the worst, worst, worst states for vaccine law. I think only one or two other states in the whole country don't allow you some sort of religious exemption. Mm -hmm. So the only way out of it was a doctor's note, basically. And I was that doctor that would do that. And I got so much heat over it because of... uh, I would go to um, – I actually had to go to the school board with one this mother that didn't want to vaccinate her children. And I remember having this argument because they're telling me, well, it's you know it's safe, it's necessary, it's effective. And I said to them, look, if we draw up some papers right now that says if this vaccine injures this child and gives him some sort of lifelong disability or some sort of problem, that you will personally be responsible and pay for this <laughs> because you're going to force them to do it. If you sign that and we make a contract, I'll, I'll give the go-ahead for the vaccine. You know, I'll I'll, I'll got your back, but you have to take complete responsibility for the rest of it. Yeah,
0: life. I bet they didn't want to do that. If you've got more, Taryn, hang yeah. on, we can bring it back at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's a great approach. Oh, you believe it works? Well, just put your name on this line here and take, take some liability for your, your beliefs. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Live and you can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us, including the updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about free Talk Live. You can just go to updates.freetalklive.com, get on the list free that's updates.freetalklive.com. In fact, uh, one of the things that's going on right now is the Free Talk Live banner auction. You could win the fifth banner on the website for an entire month. And the current bid is at 30 bucks. So head on over. There's about a day left, just over a day, almost two, uh, left in the auction. Go to auction.freetalklive.com. And those are the types of things you'll know about first. Uh, If something new, like Brand New Shriner, for instance, goes goes up on the site, you'll know first. Go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. As we go back to Taryn in Georgia, you're back on Free Talk Live. And this is Taryn, by the way, from the uh, LCL Report at lclreport.com. Hey, Taryn.
15: Hi there. Um, As a catch-up to your listeners... Basically, I was a doctor in West Virginia where the story was taking place. I used to write exemptions for vaccination and got me in a lot of trouble with my board <laughs> and everybody else around, and the school board and mm. everyone. But it, it, it amazes me to think that, you know, we I took the approach where I would throw it back on them. Are, are you going to take liability if this child gets injured? No, 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 no. It's safe and effective, but when you say, okay, just sign this contract that you'll take care of any damages for the rest of their life. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it wasn't safe and effective. They wouldn't sign it. Well, why won't you sign it? You said it was safe and effective.
0: Yep, that's you know. a great approach. Mm-hmm.
15: And, uh, well, oh, by the way, hi, Wayne. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I know he knows a lot about vaccines.
1: A few things, but not as much as I like, but anyway, uh yeah, you know chiropractors i've known a lot of chiropractors over the years, and they've been anti vax and uh wh- tell me why in in chiropractic medicine that they're they're against uh, vaccines
15: well, it started out as um it's not necessarily vaccines, but you know chiropractors usually take a different approach most um most doctors will always, always, always medical doctors want to either fix you with drugs or surgery, and those are really your two big options. Chiropractors try to fix you with non-surgery and nutrition, and um, and there's been a big, I could go on and on about why there's a, uh, why chiropractors are treated as a second-class doctor. The history behind it's amazing, and it's some seriously like, it sounds like a conspiracy story, what the AMA did to uh Mm-hmm. Chiropractors. They also did it to homeopathic. It.
1: They also did it to homeopathic medicine as oh, well. Oh yeah,
15: the the whole committee on quackery. When mm-hmm. it's it. What I'll give your listeners a little little history lesson here. What happened was back in the 1900s, everyone uh, could practice without a license. So anyone could be a doctor pretty much, and with just a little bit of schooling. What then happened was everybody started competing for. Okay, who's going to be The governments recognized doctors, and there was a lot of money behind the medical establishment, and there was a lot of money behind people to make medical machines. And what happened was they kind of lobbied the politicians to make medical doctors the god and primary doctor of anything to do with the body. Mm -hmm. And it got so bad that they would throw other practitioners. There's many, many chiropractors who have a long history of activism who got thrown in jail for practicing Chiropractic because they called it medicine and didn't get their permission. Uh, homeopaths had the same thing happen. Acupuncturists. I mean, so what? It finally happened is in the I think it was in the 60s or 70s. They made a committee on quackery. The AMA got together, made a secret committee to discredit anything else that wasn't medical, and spread a bunch of bad information. So they were putting out these fake studies about how chiropractors give people strokes and hurt people and how they're dangerous and and the same with homeopaths and acupuncture. And they destroyed anything that wasn't medical with was a smear campaign. It sounded like a conspiracy theory until it all came out in court. Uh, there's a case called Wilkes versus the AMA. Ten-year case dragged on and on. And finally, after um, it got all the way up to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court found out that the AMA was doing this secret smear campaign against everything else. And they had to go back through their medical journals, apologize, Talk about how chiropractic really worked and that they screwed up all that stuff. And um, But the chiropractic profession really never recovered. They're always treated as second-class doctors, even though they go to more school than uh, medical doctors. We have more schooling hours than medical doctors.
1: And more and, nutrition uh, education as well.
15: Oh, I, I was talking to my buddies that are MDs. They never even had a nutrition class. I mean, I had hours and hours of nutrition. And, um, I mean, these guys had to take it as continuing ed. And every label you read on something like a vitamin says, "Consult your doctor." They don't know what the hell you're talking about when you walk in there with mm-hmm. the vitamins, unless they've taken classes. It's well, scary that they're the go-to guys. Well,
1: they've been they've been trained to administer toxic chemicals and to cut, burn, and poison people. But basically, that's it.
15: And I, it's not that I don't have um, respect because the medical doctors I know that do trauma are, are pretty, pretty awesome doctors. But sure, the medical that's... doctors.
1: Yeah, but like general that, health,
15: really don't have any other tools.
1: Well, that's I mean. right, right. The, the, the emergency medical uh, system we have, the doctors are very well uh, trained in trauma, but the problem is when it comes to the prevention and treatment of degenerative disease, that's where the MDs, in my opinion, don't have it, and they're going to put you on some stupid pharmaceutical, then you have to take another one to counter the first one, and and I see people go through this all the time.
0: I think there's definitely, uh, I think what you're saying is true, that the the medical establishment has it out for the alternative medicine people out there. On the other hand, there sure as hell is a lot of quackery. There's quackery within oh, the I think the medical establishment absolutely. and sure. I think certainly a lot of it within the uh, the alternative medicine realms. And y'all mentioned what? homeopathy. I've seen uh, <laughs> James Randi talk about homeopathy and it's laughable. I mean, when Yeah, there's some crazy
15: stuff is. out there, but mm-hmm. what I did find out as a doctor is something works for just about everyone. And I never judge. I mean, a person will come in and say they healed themselves with prayer. They'll come in and say this homeopathic thing healed them. I don't care, man. Everybody has their own path.
0: Sure, and it's, um, it's likely that what's going it's on with that... You're ignorant
15: me to say something doesn't work.
0: No, it's likely that what's going on in both of those cases are a placebo effect. I mean, they, as we were talking about with awesome. Toby last night, the mind is very, very powerful. So if you get someone to believe that, hey, this sugar pill or this very diluted uh, <laughs> glass of water is uh, you know has some sort of magical healing properties, if you get them to truly believe that, then their odds of their recovery are going to increase.
15: Yeah, I think if you compare the placebo effect to any other drug it has a better cure rate than any drug around.
0: I think there's a, I think there's some truth <laughs> to that statement.
1: Pill. But you know that really qu- but the quackery and allopathic medicine is is far more harmful Just because bad. Yeah. Well, no. I think that I think the injuries in, in in allopathic medicine are far more dangerous because when you when you when you're exposed to allopathic quackery, it usually involves poisoning you or cutting something off right, or whatever. Right. Give somebody an operation yeah. that they didn't need. That right. kind of thing. Right. But sure. quack, quackery, and alternative medicine, maybe nothing happens. So right. You just yeah, get I out mean, some work, money. Uh,
15: yeah, that's true. And the the reason chiropractors, i forgot to answer this, don't like vaccines usually. Is because the science behind vaccines is is practically voodoo science. I mean, it really. When you look at the studies, because everybody throws up the big polio study that vaccines cured polio, and you actually look at the charts, polio was on its way out and almost gone when vaccines finally got invented and arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, what did it with sanitation? Sanitation,
1: better far, nutrition, far,
15: and yeah, but I mean, far far cured, got rid of polio was a direct result of actual sanitation. Mm. So I'm a big fan of sanitation. What about <laughs> you know?
2: smallpox? I mean, they they say that they chased down smallpox with the the vaccines, and it seems like there's a lot of evidence that the smallpox vaccine really did work.
15: Well, oh, Mark, I'm not really positive about the smallpox because okay. I haven't I haven't um, looked into it as much on that one. I it know looks more about like polio.
2: Of all the vaccines out there, the smallpox vaccine is the most effective of of, of it, the wall. I'm it not going to say the, the most credit. Uh, what,
15: what I don't understand is if vaccines really work, why do you have to reimmunize? immunize Like if I get smallpox as a child, I don't have to get – I'm immune my whole life.
4: Mm-hmm.
15: Why do I have to keep getting shots every couple of years if this stuff really works?
2: Yeah, the boosters for uh, mm-hmm. tetanus that's and that's things like that. That's just making
15: money. That's a complete scam.
0: I don't know. Well, And that, that's what a lot of uh, a lot of medicine is on both sides, is just scamming people out of uh, right.
15: I in. you know, I was in the field and there is no doubt there's doctors. I mean, when the door closes, these doctors will be like, how can we make the most money off this?
1: But the problem is when the industry uses the state to enforce the use of their product and to eliminate competition. It's a problem. That's the biggest problem.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Taryn, Absolutely. for the thoughts tonight. Thanks, Appreciate guys. hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything even in these remaining moments. Enough time for your call. Make it right now. this is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, only moments remain, but enough time for your call. If you make it now to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, and if you like this program, one of the things you can do to support us is buy some gold and silver.
2: That's right. Uh, Free Talk Live has uh, teamed up with Midas Resources to bring you some of the best prices on gold and silver. Uh, the prices are so good that Ian and I have both uh, bought gold and silver over there at gold.freetalklive.com. You can uh, go over there, and and I've picked out, I guess it's about it's five coins over there, plus a, a book that will teach you all about the Federal Reserve System called uh, Dishonest Money. And uh, Ted Anderson over there at Midas will toss in a silver uh, liberty walking walking liberty silver half (laughs) into the book uh, just so you can start off your you know real money collection and uh, you know people are buying gold and silver for lots of reasons either a hedge against inflation uh, as an investment as a uh, barter tool in case the big one comes who knows you can go get the best prices at gold.freetalklive.com lots of people are buying these days I, i i see the reports i know and uh, maybe they know something that you don't, haven't been thinking about. Gold.freetalklive.com.
0: All right. And uh, by the way, when you buy gold through that link, Free Talk Live will benefit directly. That's correct. And uh, our network that puts us on the air on several radio stations will will benefit directly. Um, so you're not only getting the gold and the silver that you're looking for and you're getting a great price, but you're also helping Free Talk Live. So gold.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, uh, you can bring up absolutely anything, and the police. Man, there's just no shortage of stories about the police these days hurting old people. I mean, we've no. we've talked about stories of uh, there was a, an old lady that was tackled because she, her grass was growing too high, and, I mean, there have been so many of them where you'd think there was the, uh, the there was the old lady that was suffering from dementia that had grabbed a knife out of the car that she was in and just kind of stumbling through a, a Walmart parking lot she was attacked by the police completely unnecessarily she wasn't menacing anyone she, she was had a knife in her hand just you know out of it and so there's so many different stories out there here's another one for you this one from tennis fan house here we go again how many stories like this are we going to get? And this is with a tennis website writing, <laughs> writing that. Uh, just a tennis website saying how many stories like this are we going to get. That's their line, not mine. Stories of senseless tennis violence. And what do you get when this happens? Ray Moore and George Morrill know. Moore was wrestled to the ground by a cop, a knee placed in his back while he was cuffed, apparently bleeding. Both were arrested and spent the bulk of the day in jail. Donna Morell, George's wife, said there were five cop cars there. Five. My husband and Ray were in different cells all day in solitary. Surely they deserved it. They're in your their 80s, you know. She said, "Have I forgotten to mention that part?" Morell is 85 years old and Moore is 82. They were playing tennis at their club in the Sun City West Arizona retirement community. It's funny that there's a Sun City in. Uh, Florida, that's also a retirement community. Yeah, yep. but it's that's Sun City West. It's it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're sister cities. Yes. yes oh, are. interesting. Yeah, in Sun City in Florida, they actually have uh, they actually have stoplights for golf carts. Sure. Crossings. It's a retirement <laughs> community.
2: It's, it's put together for people that have retired, and yep. and they're out there to play golf and shuffleboard and have a good old time, and they've got lots of activities for them. They're great little communities.
0: Anyway, they've been members at the Sun City West retirement community for years. Morell apparently didn't show his membership card before taking the court. When asked for it, he produced a, fo- a photocopy, not the original. That was the offense. From there, an argument is understandable, but somehow it got all the way to the club calling the police and the officers throwing them in jail after a ruckus. Let me repeat, these guys have been members there for years. When 80-somethings take the court, as Morrell does three times a week, you applaud. You feel good about them and about tennis. You feel good about the possibilities of life. You do not wrestle them to the ground and cuff them for not showing a card, especially when most everyone there must recognize them by now. I want to publicly apologize to Donna because every time she said something to explain the story, I kept laughing out loud. For example, when I asked why George had a photocopy of his card, she said he loses his card all the time. So he made a copy. and Makes put sense. It, Makes perfectly good yeah, sense. And put it in his tennis bag. Yep. Make, been, a, make a copy. Keep the original at home. Right. He's been using that very same copy to get into the club for two years. So it was just today... Somebody decided to have a problem
2: with Right, it. that copy's not good enough. You need to produce your real your real card to get in and and uh if you don't. You know, and and then I imagine he got very combative because yes. people That's just wa- my club and I pay to be here. Right. And, people well people <laughs> like like things to be uh predictable. Any new change that that isn't their idea stinks. And yeah. and I have to agree. I so he He's been able to come into the club using the same photocopied card for two years. He's been a member over there for years and years. And, and I can see why changing, you know, probably some new person or somebody who was, you know, they gave him a pep talk in the in the clubhouse and said, all right, every member has to have their card. We're going to start enforcing the rules. Uh, you know, too many people have been not paying their dues, and we're going to import, enforce the rules. So somebody gets this whole bureaucratic bean counter, uh, you know, stick in their butt and, and says, well, no, you've got to have the card not a photocopy
0: so the cops are called police reports suggest that Morell jumped on the officer's back when moore was taken down donna said that didn't happen he put his arm on her shoulder she the officer had ray down on the ground with her knee on his back ray had a heart attack last year and he was concerned about the man right so he was trying to excuse me officer this man you yeah know, this, this is man, unnecessary. a heart trouble you don't need to be doing this The report also says that Moore hurt his arm during the scuffle and tried to wipe the blood on the officer. It's lucky he didn't break a hip. Well, there's a clear social message in all this, and it's, well, there is no message. This, again, still the uh, tennis fan house. This is just the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. Well, clearly he hasn't been listening to Free Talk Live. But it's certainly darn ridiculous. I would agree with that. Uh, Imagine the picture of a female cop wrestling some old guy in tennis shorts to the ground and another guy coming over to help his friend with a bad heart. Where's YouTube when you need it? Uh, yeah, it's a great, great question. These uh, elderly gentlemen need to start packing some uh, video cameras around with them in case uh, of uh, more police harassment. Uh, by the way, Sun City, Arizona, is in Maricopa County. Mm. Now. Where's Maricopa County, for those that don't
2: know? Just outside of Phoenix. Arpaio? It is Phoenix. It is, I'm sorry. Maricopa County is Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. so Sun City West is outside of uh, Phoenix.
0: Right. And Counties are big out there. And it's Joe Arpaio territory, one of the most corrupt, notoriously corrupt sheriffs uh, across the country. He is a thug of the lowest order, and the people that work for him also tend to be vicious, violent, uh, sadistic individuals. So it doesn't surprise me at all to find that out. You know, it seems to me that if you, if, let's say you're a
1: cop and you get called to the scene and there's two 80-something-year-old men having a dispute or whatever, why would you attack them physically? Their testosterone levels way down. I'm sure, I'm sure you could just talk with them. And, and, right. Oh, he's you know, probably really it. upset. That old man was
2: probably like, ah,
10: blah, blah, blah. Well, he was, their, but... their
2: testosterone levels are down, but they're, so are their B12 levels. And they, they have a tendency <laughs> to be a little cranky. And I suspect that it was his attitude that got him put on the ground, uh, no doubt in my mind. But, um, you know, the officer right. could have just as easily said, you know what, that cranky old guy's got his uh, photocopied uh, card there. Good enough. Sounds like it's your problem, not mine. This is a civil matter.
0: Right. Local uh, CBS affiliates had quotes from the arresting deputy in court records. Apparently Moore, they claimed, that Moore jerked his hands away when the officer was trying to cuff him. So, I grabbed Moore, this is the officer, I grabbed Moore from behind and lifted him, Moore then fell back toward me as I guided him to the floor. George came over to where I was trying to detain Raymond and attempted to come over my back to assist Raymond. That's not the most ridiculous part. Katie O'Grady, spokes bureaucrat for the, uh, or spokesperson for the, <laughs> the recreation centers of Sun City West, reportedly said, "...they've known the rules for years, and we have to enforce them. We tried over three different notifications to this person that he had to have his real card. It's a private community, and you've got to have some control over who's using the facilities. You know who is using the facilities. It's the guy you've been telling to bring his card." I, you know, I understand that uh, that it is if it is truly a, a private facility, they do get to to set their own rules. But in this case, the police, I think, overreacted.
2: Right. I, I'm thinking that the police probably should have left it. Uh, you know, that that's a civil matter at that point. Um, you know, that these these people could have ejected him if that's what they wanted to do. I don't think you. I don't think you needed to call the police, and I don't think the, the police needed to use this
0: uh, use their their force. This is this was a waste of taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. All right. So toll free number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL C A I toll free line. But it's just abuse after abuse, and no accountability. This officer in this case who put her knee in an old man's back man, and his it is eighties? Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mean, I understand that you can be, you can still be fit in your eighties, but you're still a you're, little more fragile, well, you're a than, lot
1: more fragile by yeah, the eighties, yeah,
0: than the average uh, cop. So uh, I think that was completely handled in an inappropriate manner. But it doesn't matter what I think. And it doesn't matter what the people of Phoenix or the people of Maricopa County think. In fact, there was a story that uh, this Arpaio character is getting support for running for governor now. Oh, boy. (laughs) I mean, governor. Governor. The, the, like to the point where Republicans are all jazzed up about it in Arizona. Well, neocons are. Well, the, the Republicans that make a difference, because they're the ones that go and do all the Republican things and go to the meetings and stuff. Anyway, it's Vinny in here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can uh, join us tomorrow night and join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Respect your elders! The following edition of the Edgington Post interview series is brought to you by the Free Talk Live Amp program. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier today for as little as 3 bucks a month. Get perks and help us get on more radio stations and more internet connections at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com, and here's Mark.
2: The Edgington Post interview series continues today, and today I, I think we're hitting, well... Let's call it a new milestone here. I've got with me the guys from uh, Wheels Off Liberty. Mike and Jamie, are you there?
16: You're very fortunate to have
2: us, Mark. Yes, 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 I am. We
16: do great things for websites that we're on, and I'm sure that the Edgington Post is about those uh, Last week we got two trillion downloads on Wheels Off Liberty, <laughs> and I'm sure that all of those will come over to Edgerton Post and listen to you.
2: You know, I, all kidding aside, whenever I get to hear you guys, is, uh, you, you, I, I guess I hear these little uh, previews on the Liberty Radio Network or somewhere. I, I tend to hear them, just little little blurbs of what your show's about, or maybe it just shows up on the Wheels Off Liberty. I'm not sure, but it's just the funniest gosh darn thing. I, I really got to say.
8: That's well, you know, they, Mike's some, an idiot. Some, some people say that being funny is just a uh, lighthearted way of being serious. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of what we do is funny, but we don't necessarily mean for it to be. And, of course, some of it is. You know, Jamie being an idiot, that's for real. And that's
2: funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be trying, Mike. I mean, it's like you can't, you can't just do that on your own all the time.
16: Oh, he can. Now, sometimes it really just comes out. It really does. <laughs> yeah. You know.
2: Oh, so, is, so this, is this on
16: the radio or is it just podcast that the edgington post is on
2: uh, the, the edgington post just gets stuck on the end of the uh, free talk live at this point it's not its own standalone podcast that would require more work out of me than i've been uh you know prepared to do at this point um you know trying hard to uh make a living selling ads for free talk live and somehow just haven't put put together the the website yet so we can curse you can curse if you wish <laughs> Fuck. There you there go.
4: We go.
2: So now, Shout what? That out. You, you guys, you must obviously you knew each other before Wheels Off Liberty started. What? What? How? How did that? How did this unholy alliance occur?
16: I mean, me and Mike grew up across the street from each other. He I knew was, it had to be. Yeah, he, he's he's a, quite a bit older than me, like seven, eight years, something like that. And no lie, when I was like 11 years old, Mike was sneaking me like peach schnapps over and we'd get drunk and play wiffle ball as kids. But we, we had a friendship for all of our lives, you know. And about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, we we was always on the phone talking to each other about politics and things that we thought and our ideas about liberty and freedom. And we decided, man, if we're going to talk about this at least once a week, why don't we just record the conversation, put it up online, and see if anybody's interested in listening to it? Maybe somebody can come to Liberty or Freedom and have our ideas that we share. Because basically, when will talk, Liberty started. Mike was the only other person I, knew as as a as a friend, that even believed halfway similar to what I did. So we started recording that, and sure enough, some of our other friends started coming around and listening to it. And now we have a lot more um, acquaintances that, that believe in liberty and freedom just from Wheels Off Liberty. So it's helped us on a personal level with our friends, and we've converted quite a few people that, that we stay in touch with to the ideas of liberty.
2: You know, I, if, if I had to come up with an explanation as to uh, you know, somebody who hadn't heard Wheels Off Liberty – Before I think I, I I think I boiled it down today to uh, kind of a a country Laurel and Hardy uh, for the modern day with a uh, liberty spin. Uh,
8: That sounds about right. We we like to say that uh, we're just two idiot rednecks, and if if we can understand liberty, then. You know, and you know, we 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 misquote things. We'll we'll say like Jamie might say Thomas Paine wrote the Constitution. And you just never know What, what we're going to say that's wrong, but to understand the basic concept of liberty, you don't have to be very smart. You just have to know to to leave your neighbor alone. And you know, a funny thing about us getting started in it all is is I'm a Reformed Republican. Jamie's a Reformed Democrat, and really? I think my uh, my reforming came about a few years before Jamie's did when I kind of. I actually, it was from discovering Ron Paul uh, in the Texas House, mm. and uh, I worked with the guy that was a libertarian. and We started talking. I ran across something about Ron Paul, and I started realizing, you know, hey, wait a minute. These, these idiot fucking Republicans are no different than the Democrats. They don't really stand for what they say they do. And Jamie and I used to have these political discussions that were actually arguments, and I would get mad at him and call him a communist and, and all this, and now that where you both have the same stance on liberty, just because I have a little bit of a minarchist view, Jamie calls me the socialist and the filthy, <laughs> filthy communist. So the role is yeah. kind of reversed there.
11: Yeah, I,
2: I, I feel you, Ben. What do we lose there? I'm still here. Jamie, is that, uh, is that Mike making funny noises?
16: I'm here. Okay.
2: All right. There was some funny, funny noises going on there. So um, yeah. now how many episodes have you guys done of uh, Wheels Off Liberty at this point? 42 so far, and
16: um, I think after the beginning of the year, we're going to start doing two a week. We've had a lot of requests to, to do more shows, so we'll probably record two on the same night and release them during a, the same week on different days.
8: Well, you know, we, we get through with our 30-minute show each week, and then we stay on the phone for a little bit while Jamie's uploading his half to me, and we'll end up talking for another hour and think, well, son of a bitch, we could have done a, 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 a double-length yeah. podcast and you know, and so we're going to work some things out, get through the holidays, and, and crank back up in January, and try to maybe not every week at first, but eventually work up to uh, having two a week.
2: You know? Oh
16: yeah, next next week's kind of special. It's, you know what's next week? Don't you, Mark?
2: Um, Christmas.
16: No, I oh. get up my name off the Oklahoma registered sex offenders list, but Christmas <laughs> is happening too. And, you know, <laughs>
8: The birth of zombie Jesus Santa Claus.
16: No, Mark, you have that wrong again. Although Christmas was at one time about the birth of Santa Claus, it's it's become nothing but a socialist holiday where just whiny kids learn how to kick stuff that they don't work for. It's... It's really an indoctrination into socialism by getting free stuff. I'm telling you, man, that's a we're thing totally against right Christmas.
2: There. I guess you are. So, Jamie, your your son's uh, your child's the same age as mine. Does that mean you're not going to uh, teach its son right? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to teach your son about Christmas at all?
16: Oh no! I've already taken him to see Santa Claus and everything like that. He's getting everything that he can't even. He can't even
8: talk yet and getting everything, mark, <laughs> so did you tell him Santa Claus would send him to eternal damnation in hell if he doesn't act right? I did, and hey. he is scared nah. to
16: death right now <laughs> I, pull that, I pull that card all the time. Did you teach Jack that that Santa Claus will send him to hell if
2: he don't? I don't think Jack gives a fly and flip at a rolling donut, what the hell the two of us say. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy's Little Anarchist really, you know, he just goes about doing whatever he wants to do, more or less. He did, however, um, name his first color, which proves to me that he's Daddy's Little Anarchist. He was watching his little Baby Einstein video this week, and he said, Gold. Right there, plain as day. Nice. Yep.
16: that's a good color to learn
2: right there. So, yep. Yeah. The first uh, thing he says oh. is gold. I I actually, more than one time when he watches it, it says, these are gold-colored coins. And I'm like, you're right. Those are gold-colored coins. Jack, come here. Look at your gold coin. And then I'll go show him what uh, real gold looks like. He loves to touch That's it. That's awesome.
16: <laughs> so, hey, Mike, I'm looking at Facebook, and your girlfriend just now put something that gayed up my whole Facebook page.
8: Well, I appreciate that. I'm sure you'll make a comment. <laughs> I'm
16: I'm sick of this right here. If you're not, are you friends with Mike on Facebook, Mark?
2: I I must be. Yes.
16: Every post that he has anymore since he got this new girlfriend, it just—it's like he, he does it just to make me mad or something. How lovey dovey his life is and everything—it makes me sick, man.
2: How, how is it that your sig- significant others, both of your significant others, put up with the other guy? I mean, it it, it must be awful for them.
8: I'm a great lover, Mark. Well, no. my uh, previous no. significant other got tired of putting up with me. That's why I have a new girlfriend.
2: No, no, I don't mean, I don't mean your significant others. I mean put up with the other guy.
4: Uh, like, oh, oh. What, well,
2: what?
16: Mike's girlfriend always looks at me. You've never noticed it on my pictures online or anything because it's always from the waist up. But it really looks like I have a sack of Idaho potato stuffed down my pants. <laughs> it's huge.
2: What was that? I'm sorry, Mike.
8: Well, Jamie's wife, uh she only stays with him because I come over and satisfy her because he's not able, so it's kind of a give and take thing with all four of us. I, I, yeah.
2: That's how they do it we're in big Oklahoma, big isn't it? We're
8: bitching. Right. Yeah, and Jamie's uh <laughs> wife is also my cousin and my lover, so
16: <laughs> So um, oh God. so tell me Mark about this um about this free state project, Mike and I are signers of it. Is there going to be room for two absolute idiots in New Hampshire when we finally decide to move?
2: Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's even uh, there's a redneck enclave. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll fit in just fine.
16: All right, Mike. Can we come over to your house and eat dinner and play Xbox and stuff like that?
2: We'll have Bush beer in the refrigerator for you in a can. <laughs>
8: It's going to be right at home. Natty Live, that's the drink I prefer shorts. something a little bit
2: more upscale like Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, I am a Pabst. P- look, nothing wrong with PBR, man, in a can. No kidding, that's, nothing that, wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. All right, guys. So, I, I mean, the uh, t- tell, tell me some of the topics that you guys have covered on uh, Wheels Off Liberty and some of the, the past 42 episodes and, and perhaps uh, some of the things you might cover in the future.
8: Get that, Mike. I don't have a good memory.
2: I know that well. You did idiot. get
8: You don't even know what we do half the time
16: because you're so ja- drunk.
2: Jamie, you did get a uh, uh, a peace prize though. I mean, I I, I listened to that epi- episode.
16: No, that, we, was, uh, uh, that was a little report I wrote
8: on, on the peace prize. Oh, I see. Yeah, wrote. Take that word lightly. We uh, <laughs> we we did we we started off talking about maybe one of our first things was um, you know the the idea of nonviolence and and how if you support you know government programs are supporting violence. We had a, maybe a few episodes talking about that. We got into health care, about how uh, um, socialized health care is bad. But, but if you support what we have now, like if you're a Republican versus socialized health care, you're still supporting socialized health care. And it's not a free market. And we explained how a free market would work. You would go into Walgreens after Googling your symptoms and get your antibiotics and a Bag of weed, a bucket of cocaine, and a couple of hookers, and be free to go do whatever the fuck you wanted. And
2: you mean you can't do we, that? Uh, you can't do that elsewhere.
8: Well, we try it here, but Jamie, we always get in trouble when we go into Walgreens and try that. I see. But we also talked. We got gay married on the air once. I believe we talked to you guys about that before to, to prove a point that nobody, including gay or straight people, should have to ask the imperial federal jackass government for permission to get married. So we just we just up and got gay married, declared it. We were gay married, and then we got gay divorced. And a lot of the times we'll try to pick something out in the news and put our spin on it and, and our, dissect their spin about what they're really saying. And, and uh, most of our episodes here lately we've been trying to – do little comedy routines because we pretty much are a failure at the whole explaining liberty, obviously, if you listen to us. but hey, we, um, we
16: interviewed Ted Kennedy from heaven. We've interviewed I heard that Mays. one. We had um, a deep-throat informant on that was like, how old was he, Mike? 800 years 180 old? 180 years like old. 180 years old that's been at the White House forever, and he told some just riveting things to us. I mean, it was news-breaking. So. <laughs> we have a lot of special guests on from heaven and
8: things like that.
2: How do you get the? I mean, who's your in in heaven to get these guests?
8: Um, well, Jamie's the religious one, so that's up to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I,
16: you know, sometimes I just say a special prayer and a phone number comes to me,
11: Jesus and is we awesome dial it way. and
16: get whoever that answers. So, and it's been Billy Mays, it's been Ted Kennedy. It's it's pretty it's pretty nice to talk to the to the undead from heaven and look back on their lives and tell us some things that we can learn from. That Ted Kennedy, that is a crazy son of a bitch in death. I'm telling you, man.
8: We (laughs) might have to call uh, next, the first episode of 2010, maybe we ought to call Oral Roberts. He He,
16: he died, didn't he?
8: Asking if his sister vaginal and his, his brother anal are up there with him. That's right. Mark, <laughs> did you send Oral Roberts some money this week?
2: I, I I never even considered the idea.
16: That's probably why he died. Yeah. Because you didn't donate enough, Mark.
2: You're probably right. That in old age.
16: So, I mean, how do you live with yourself sometimes? I just don't understand it.
2: I, I'm pretty much oblivious to most things. I just kind of wander <laughs> on. It's okay. I'll be all right. So, guys, I, I, I've i got to get off and, and do the show now. But let me... Uh, Tell people how they can find Wheels Off Liberty. I know that there's got to be somebody listening to this podcast that hasn't uh, heard you two maniacs talking on um, on your show. So tell them how.
16: You can go dot wheelsoffliberty.com or you can search the iTunes store by typing in Wheels Off Liberty. And I guess we're still part of the Liberty Radio Network dot com. But we haven't done an episode in December. So I know that Ian a pull off.
2: You will of pull your ass. That- yeah.
16: Yeah, some of the shows that isn't producing. But once we start back, I'm, I'm sure that Ian will let the great talent that we are back on Liberty Radio in
2: that. Now, b- before uh, you, you, you're going to have to repeat it again because uh, that, that accent of yours is just too difficult for, for, for me to understand. It's what? Wheels Off Liberty? WheelsOffLiberty.com. <laughs> all yeah, right we
8: wheels, good. like the wheels are coming off of a car gotcha Jamie's retarded he has a little speech you know thing <laughs> <laughs> you can't see his down syndrome over the air but he has it
2: all right J- jamie my mike from wheel man
8: parts pull on my esophagus and it
16: makes my voice sound funny what's sometimes. pulling
2: in, what's pulling on your esophagus
16: my my giant man parts it weighs oh. down my innards
2: gotcha uh, at least it's your man parts. Um, that's Mike and Jamie from Wheels Off Liberty. and Jamie's got man parts pulling on his esophagus. Talk Beautiful to you guys
16: later. Uh,
3: thanks, Mark.